Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, the following is an upload of the scriptural prophetic books that were revealed to the individual prophet of the last days. While the prophet was in the middle of a calamity, all was revealed from what they were doing at the time until the future end times. These books connect with one another. All connect with one of the following, although they may not be clear to the average reader, they do connect. And as future um, lessons come, I will connect the books and show you how they reveal end times. The book of Enoch, the shepherd of Hermas, the book of Ezra, four Ezra or two Ezra's, the apocalypse of Barak that they call Baruch, the book of Daniel and the book of Jeremiah along with other books that get specific, which I will not name at this um, time. Please note that I will be uploading said books for you to listen to for future lessons. Thank you. Hello everyone and welcome back. From time to time, I will be uploading various books for your spiritual edification. These books will either be uh, prophetic books or they'll be books of wisdom. Some of these books will have the proper names of the individuals mentioned and some will not. But as we've been discussing through various lessons, we know that names have been changed simply from um, the person or individuals that have transcribed the original books. So I don't want that to dissuade you. However, the message itself is an important one. I hope that when you hear the message that you're able to learn something important and add to your well-being. Thank you. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. The Testaments of the Twelve Patriarchs, a collection of biographies from the leaders of the Twelve Tribes of Israel. Testament of Reuben, the firstborn son of Jacob and Leah. The copy of the Testament of Reuben, even the commands which he gave his sons before he died in the 125th year of his life. Two years after the death of his brother Joseph, when Reuben fell ill, 
his son and his son's sons were gathered together to visit him. And he said to them, My children, behold, I am dying, and go the way of my fathers. And seeing there Judah and Gad and Asher, his brethren, he said to them, Raise me up, that I may tell to my brethren and to my children what things I have hidden in my heart. For behold, now at length I am passing away. And he arose and kissed them, and said unto them, Hear, my brethren, and do ye, my children, give ear to Reuben your father, and the commands which I give unto you. And behold, I call you to witness against you this day the God of heaven, that ye walk not in the sins of youth and fornication, wherein I was poured out, and defiled the bed of my father Jacob. And I tell you that he smote me with a sore plague in my loins for seven months, and had not my father Jacob prayed for me to the Lord, the Lord would have destroyed me. For I was thirty years old when I wrought the evil thing before the Lord, and for seven months I was sick unto death. And after this I repented with set purpose of my soul for seven years before the Lord. And wine and strong drink I drank not, and flesh entered not into my mouth, and I ate no pleasant food. But I mourned over my sin, for it was great, such as had not been in Israel. And now hear me, my children, what things I saw concerning the seven spirits of deceit when I repented. Seven spirits, therefore, are appointed against man, and they are the leaders in the works of youth. And seven other spirits are given to him at his creation, that through them should be done every work of every man. The first is the spirit of life, with which the constitution of man is created. The second is the sense of sight, with which ariseth desire. The third is the sense of hearing, with which cometh teaching. The fourth is the sense of smell, with which tastes are given to draw air and breath. The fifth is the power of speech, with which cometh knowledge. The sixth is the sense of taste, with which cometh the eating of meats and drinks, and by it strength is produced, for in food is the foundation of strength. The seventh is the power of procreation and sexual intercourse, with which through love of pleasure sins enter in. Wherefore, it is the last in order of creation, and that the first of that in youth, because it is filled with ignorance, and leads the youth as a blind man to a pit, and as a beast to a precipice. Besides all these, there is an eighth spirit of sleep, with which is brought about the trance of nature and of the death. With these spirits are mingled with the spirits of error. First, the spirit of fornication is seated in the nature and in the senses. The second, the spirit of insatiableness in the belly. The third, the spirit of fighting in the liver and gall. The fourth is the spirit of obsequiousness and chicanery, that through officious attention one may be fair in seeming. The fifth is the spirit of pride, that one may be boastful and arrogant. The sixth is the spirit of lying, in perdition and jealousy to practice deceits, and concealments from kindred and friends. The seventh is the spirit of injustice, with which are thefts and active rapacity, that a man may fulfill the desire of his heart. For injustice worketh together with the other spirits by the taking of gifts. And with all these the spirit of sleep is joined, which is that of error and fantasy. And so perish every young man, 
darkening his mind from the truth, and not understanding the law of God, nor obeying the admonitions of his father, as befell me also in my youth. And now, my children, love the truth, and it will preserve you. Hear ye the words of Reuben your father. Pay no heed to the face of a woman, nor associate with another man's wife, nor meddle with affairs of womankind. For had I not seen Bilhah bathing in a covered place, I had not fallen into this great iniquity. For my mind taking in the thought of a woman's nakedness suffered me not to sleep until I had wrought the abominable thing. For while Jacob our father had gone to Isaac his father, when we were in Eder, near to Ephrath in Bethlehem, Bilhah became drunk and was asleep uncovered in her chamber. Having therefore gone in and beheld her nakedness, I wrought the impiety without her perceiving it, and leaving her sleeping departed. And forthwith an angel of God revealed to my father concerning my impiety, and he came and mourned over me, and touched her no more. Pay no heed, therefore, my children, to the beauty of women, nor set your mind on their affairs, but walk in singleness of heart in the fear of the Lord, and expend labor on good works, and on study, and on your flocks, until the Lord give you a wife, whom he will, that ye did not suffer as I did. For until my father's death I had not boldness to look in his face, or to speak to any of my brethren because of the reproach. Even until now my conscience causes me anguish on account of my impiety. And yet my father comforted me much, and prayed for me unto the Lord, that the anger of the Lord might pass from me, even as the Lord showed. And thenceforth until now I have been on my guard and sinned not. Therefore, my children, I say unto you, Observe all things whatsoever I command you, and ye shall not sin. For a pit unto the soul is the sin of fornication, separating it from God and bringing it near to idols, because it deceives the mind and understanding, and leads down young men into Hades before their time. For many hath fornication destroyed, because, though a man be old or noble or rich or poor, he brings reproach upon himself with the sons of men, and derison with Belial. For ye heard regarding Joseph how he guarded himself from a woman, and purged his thoughts from all fornication, and found favor in the sight of God and men. For the Egyptian women did many things unto him, and summoned magicians, and offered him love potions, but the purpose of his soul admitted no evil desire. Therefore the God of your fathers delivered him from every evil and hidden death. For if fornication overcomes not your mind, neither can Belial overcome you. For evil are women, my children, and since they have no power or strength over man, they use wiles by outward attractions that they may draw him to themselves. And whom they cannot bewitch by outward attractions, him they overcome by craft. For moreover, concerning them, the angel of the Lord told me and taught me that women are overcome by the spirit of fornication more than men, and in their hearts they plot against men, and by means of their adornment they deceive first their minds, and by the glance of the eye instill the poison, and then through the accomplished act they take them captive. For a woman cannot force a man openly, but by a harlot's bearing she beguiles him. Flee, therefore, fornication, my children, and command your wives and daughters, that they not adorn their heads and faces to deceive the mind, 
because every woman who used these wiles have been reserved for eternal punishment. For thus they allured the watchers who were before the flood. For as these continually beheld them, they lusted after them, and they conceived the act in their mind. For they changed themselves into the shape of men, and appeared to them when they were with their husbands. And the women lusting in their minds after their forms gave birth to giants, for the watchers appeared to them as reaching even unto heaven. Beware, therefore, of fornication, and if you wish to be pure in your mind, guard your senses from every woman. And command the woman likewise not to associate with men, that they may also be pure in mind. For constant meetings, even though the ungodly deed be not wrought, are to them an irremediable disease, and to us a destruction of belier and an eternal reproach. For in fornication there is neither understanding nor godliness, and all jealousy dwelleth in the lust thereof. Therefore, then I say unto you, ye will be jealous against the sons of Levi, and will seek to be exalted over them, but ye shall not be able. For God will avenge them, and ye shall die by an evil death. For to Levi God gave the sovereignty, and to Judah with him and me also, and to Dan and Joseph, that we should be rulers. Therefore I command you to hearken to Levi, because he shall know the law of the Lord, and shall give ordinances for judgment, and shall sacrifice for all Israel until the consummation of the times, as the anointed high priest of whom the Lord spake. I abhor you by the God of heaven to do the truth, each one unto his neighbor, and to entertain love for each one of his brother. And draw ye near to Levi in humbleness of heart, that ye may receive a blessing from his mouth. For he shall bless Israel and Judah, because him hath the Lord chosen to be king over all the nation, and bow down before his seed, for on our behalf it will die in wars visible and invisible, and will be among you an eternal king. And Reuben died, having given these commandments to his sons, and they placed him in a coffin until they carried him up from Egypt and buried him in Hebron in the cave where his father was. The Testament of Simeon, the second son of Jacob and Leah. The copy of the words of Simeon, the things which he spake to his sons before he died, in the hundred and twentieth year of his life, at which time Joseph, his brother, died. For when Simeon was sick, his sons came to visit, and he strengthened himself and sat up and kissed them and said, Hearken, my children, to Simeon your father, and I will declare unto you what things I have in my heart. I was born of Jacob as my father's second son, and my mother Leah called me Simeon, because the Lord had heard her prayer. Moreover, I became strong exceedingly. I shrank from no achievement, nor was I afraid of aught. For my heart was hard, and my liver was immovable, and my bowels without compassion." because valor also has been given from the Most High to men in soul and body. For in the time of my youth I was jealous in many things of Joseph, because my father loved him beyond all. And I set my mind against him to destroy him, because the prince of deceit set forth the spirit of jealousy and blinded my mind, so that I regarded him not as a brother, nor did I spare even Jacob my father. But his God and the God of his father sent forth his angel and delivered him out of my hands. For when I went to Shechem to bring ointment for the flocks, and Reuben to Dothan, 
Where were our necessaries and all our stores? Judah, my brother, sold him to the Israelites. And when Reuben heard these things, he was grieved, for he wished to restore him to his father. But on hearing this, I was exceedingly wroth against Judah, in that he let him go away alive, and for five months I continued wrathful against him. But the Lord restrained me, and withheld from me the power of my hands, for my right hand was half withered for seven days. And I knew, my children, that because of Joseph this had befallen me, and I repented and wept, and I besought the Lord God that my hand might be restored, and that I might hold aloft from all pollution and envy, and from all folly. For I knew that I had devised an evil thing before the Lord and Jacob my father, on account of Joseph my brother, in that I had envied him. And now, my children, hearken unto me, and beware the spirit of deceit and envy. For envy rules over the whole mind of a man, and suffers him neither to eat nor to drink, nor to do any good thing. But it ever suggests to him to destroy him that he envies. And so long as he that is envied flourishes, he that envied fadeth away. Two years, therefore, I afflicted my soul with fasting and the fear of the Lord, and I learned that deliverance from envy cometh by the fear of God. For if a man flee to the Lord... The evil spirit runneth away from him, and his mind is lightened. And henceforth he sympathizes with him whom he envied, and forgives those who are hostile to him. And so he ceases from his envy. And my father asked concerning me, because he saw that I was sad. And I said unto him, I am pained in my liver. For I mourned more than they all, because I was guilty of the selling of Joseph. And when we went down into Egypt, and he bound me as a spy. I knew that I was suffering justly, and I grieve not. Now Joseph was a good man, and had the Spirit of God within him, being compassionate and pitiful. He bore no malice against me, but loved me even as the rest of his brethren. Beware, therefore, my children, of all jealousy and envy, and walk in singleness of heart, that God may give you also grace and glory and blessing upon your head even as Esau and Joseph's case. All his days he reproached us not concerning this thing, but loved us all as his own soul, and beyond his own sons glorified us, and gave us riches and cattle and fruits. Do ye also, my children, love each one his brother with a good heart, and the spirit of envy will withdraw from you. For this makes savage the soul and destroys the body, it causes anger and war in the mind, and stirs up deeds of blood, and leadeth the mind into frenzy, and causes tumult to the soul and trembling to the body. For even in sleep malicious jealousy gnaws, and with wicked spirits disturbs the soul, and causes the body to be troubled, and wakes the mind from sleep in confusion. And as a wicked and poisonous spirit, so appears it to men." Therefore was Joseph comely in appearance, and goodly to look upon, because no wickedness dwelt in him, for some of the trouble of spirit in the face manifest. And now, my children, make your hearts good before the Lord, and your ways straight before men, and ye shall find grace before the Lord in men. Beware, therefore, of fornication, for fornication is the mother of all evils, separating from God, and bringing nearer to Belial. 
For I have seen it inscribed in the writing of Enoch, that your sons shall be corrupted in fornication, and shall do harm to the sons of Levi with the sword. But they shall not be able to withstand Levi, for he shall wage war of the Lord, and shall conquer all of your hosts. And they shall be few in number, divided in Levi and Judah, and there shall be none of you sovereign, even as our fathers prophesied in his blessing. Behold, I have told you all things, that I may be acquitted of your sin. Now, if ye remove from you all envy and stiff nakedness, as a rose shall my bones flourish in Israel, and as a lily my flesh in Jacob, and my odor shall be as the odor of Lebanus, and as cedars shall holy ones be multiplied from me forever, and their branches shall stretch afar off. Then shall perish the seed of Canaan, and a remnant shall not be unto Amalek. And all the Cappadocians shall perish, and all Hittites shall be utterly destroyed. Then shall fail the land of Ham, and all the people shall perish. Then shall all the earth rest from trouble, and all the world under heaven from war. Then the mighty one of Israel shall glorify Shem. For the Lord God shall appear on earth, and himself save men. Then shall all the spirit of deceit be given to trodden underfoot, and men shall rule over wicked spirits. Then shall I arise in joy, and will bless the Most High because of his marvelous works, because God hath taken a body, and eaten with men, and saved men. And now, my children in Judah, and obey Levi in Judah, and be not lifted up against these two tribes, for from them shall arise unto you the salvation of God. For the Lord shall raise up from Levi, as if it were a high priest, and from Judah, as if it were a king, God and men. He shall save all the Gentiles and the race of Israel. Therefore I give you these commands, that ye may also command your children, that they may observe them throughout their generations. And when Simeon had made an end of commanding his sons, he slept with his fathers, a hundred and twenty years old. And they laid him in a wooden coffin to take his bones up to Hebron, and they took them up secretly during a war of the Egyptians. For the bones of Joseph, the Egyptians guarded in the tombs of the kings. For the sorcerers told them that on the departure of the bones of Joseph, there should be throughout all the land darkness and gloom, and an exceeding great plague to the Egyptians, so that even with a lamp a man should not recognize his brother. And the sons of Simeon bewailed their father. And they were in Egypt until the day of their departure by the hand of Moses. Testament of Levi, the third son of Jacob and Leah. The copy of the words of Levi, the things which he ordained unto his sons, according to all that they should do, and what things should befall them until the day of judgment. He was sound in health when he called for them, for it had been revealed to him when he should die. And when they were gathered together, he said unto them, I, Levi, was born in Haran, and I came with my father to Shechem. And I was young, about twenty years of age, when, with Simeon, I wrought vengeance on Harmer for our sister Dinah. And when I was feeding the flocks in Abel Mall, the spirit of understanding of the Lord came upon me, and I saw all men corrupting their ways, and that unrighteousness had built itself walls, and lawlessness had set upon towers. And I was grieving for the race of the sons of men, and I prayed to the Lord that I might be saved. Then there fell upon me a sleep, and I beheld a high mountain, and I was upon it, 
And behold, the heavens were opened, and an angel of God said to me, Levi, enter. And I entered from the first heaven, and I saw there a great sea hanging. And further I saw a second heaven, far brighter and more brilliant, for there was a boundless light also therein. And I said to the angel, Why is this so? And the angel said to me, Marvel not at this, for thou shalt see another heaven more brilliant and incomparable. And when thou hast descended thither, thou shalt stand near the Lord, and shall be his minister, and shall declare his mysteries to men, and shall proclaim concerning him that shall redeem Israel. And by thee and Judah shall the Lord appear among men, saving every race of men, and from the Lord's portion shall be thy life, and he shall be thy field and vineyard, and fruits, gold and silver. Hear, therefore, regarding the heavens which have been shown to thee. The lowest is for this cause gloomy unto thee, in that it beholds all the unrighteous deeds of men. And it has fire, snow, and ice made ready for the day of judgment, in the righteous judgment of God. For in it are all the spirits of the retributions for vengeance on men. And in the second are the host of the armies which are ordained for the day of judgment, to work vengeance on the spirits of deceit and of belier, and above them are the holy ones. And in the highest of all dwelleth the great glory, far above all holiness. In the heaven next to it are the archangels, who minister and make preparation to the Lord for the sins of ignorance and the righteous, offering to the Lord a sweet-smelling Savior, a reasonable and bloodless offering. And in the heaven below this are the angels who bear answers to the angels of the presence of the Lord. And in the heaven next to this are the thrones and dominions, in which always they offer praise to God. When, therefore, the Lord looketh upon us all, all of us are shaken. Yea, the heavens and the earth and the abysses are shaken at the presence of his majesty. But the sons of men, having no perception of these things, sin and provoke the Most High. Now therefore know that the Lord shall execute judgment upon the sons of men. Because when the rocks are rent, and the sun quenched, and the waters dry up, and the fire cowering, and all creation troubled, and the invisible spirits melting away, and Hades takes spoils through the visitations of the Most High, men will be unbelieving and persist in their inequity. On this account with punishment shall they be judged. Therefore the Most High hath heard thy prayer, to separate thee from iniquity, and that thou should become to him a son, and a servant, and a minister of his presence. The light of knowledge shalt thou light up in Jacob, and as the sun shalt thou be to all the seed of Israel. And there shall be given to thee a blessing, and to all thy seed unto the Lord shall visit all the Gentiles in his tender mercies forever. And therefore... There have been given counsel to thee and understanding that thou might instruct thy son concerning this, because they that bless him shall be blessed, and they that curse him shall perish. And thereupon the angel opened to me the gates of heaven, and I saw the holy temple, and upon a throne of glory the Most High. And he said to me, Levi, I have given thee the blessing of the priesthood until I come and sojourn in the midst of Israel. Then the angel brought me down to the earth, gave me a shield and a sword, and said to me, Execute vengeance on Shechem because of Dinah thy sister, and I will be with thee because the Lord hath sent thee. 
And I destroyed at that time the sons of Hamer, as it is written in the heavenly tables. And I said to him, I pray thee, O Lord, tell me thy name, that I may call upon thee in a day of tribulation. And he said, I am the angel who intercedes for the nation of Israel, that they may not be smitten utterly, for every evil spirit attacks it. And after these things I awakened, and blessed the Most High, and the angel who intercedes for the nation of Israel, and for all the righteous. And when I was going to my father, I found a brazen shield. Wherefore, also the name of the mountain is Aspis, which is near Jabal, to the south of Abla. And I kept these words in my heart. And after this, I counseled my father and Reuben, my brother, to bid the sons of Hamer not to be circumcised. For I was zealous because of the abomination which they had wrought on my sister. And I slew Shechem first, and Simeon slew Hamer. And after this my brothers came and smote that city with the edge of the sword. And my father heard these things and was wroth, and he was grieved in that they had received the circumcision, and after that had been put to death. And in his blessings he looked amiss upon us. For we sinned because we had done this thing against his will, and he was sick on that day. But I saw that the sentence of God was for evil upon Shechem, for they sought to do Sarah and Rebekah as they had done to Dinah our sister, but the Lord prevented them. And they persecuted Abraham our father when he was a stranger, and they vexed his flocks when they were big with young. And Ebalan, who was born in his house, they most shamefully handled. And thus they did to all strangers, taking away their wives by force, and they banished them. But the wrath of the Lord came upon them to the utmost. And I said to my father Jacob, By thee will the Lord despoil the Canaanites, and will give their land to thee, and to thy seed after thee. For from this day forward shall Shechem be called the city of imbeciles. For as a man mocketh a fool, so did we mock them. Because also they had wrought folly in Israel by defiling my sister. And we departed and came to Bethel. And there again I saw a vision as the former, after we had spent there seventy days. And I saw seven men in white raiment saying unto me, Arise, put on the robe of the priesthood, and the crown of the righteousness, and the breastplate of understanding, and the garment of truth, and the laid of faith, and the turban of the head, and the ephod of prophecy. And they severely carried these things, and put them on me, and said unto me, From henceforth become a priest of the Lord, thou and thy seed forever. And the first anointed me with holy oil, and gave me the staff of judgment. The second washed me pure with water, and fed me with bread and wine, even the most holy things, and clad me with a holy and glorious robe. The third clothed me with a linen vestment like an ephod. The fourth put round me a girdle like unto purple. The fifth gave me a branch of rich olive. The sixth placed a crown upon my head. The seventh placed on my head a diadem of priesthood and filled my hands with incense that I might serve as priest to the Lord God. And they said to me, Levi, thy seed shall be divided into three offices for a sign of the glory of the Lord who is to come. And the first portion shall be great, yea, greater than none it shall be. And the second shall be in the priesthood. And the third shall be called by a new name, 
because a king shall arise in Judah, and shall establish a new priesthood after the fashion of the Gentiles. And his presence is beloved as a prophet of the Most High, of the seed of Abraham our father. Therefore every desirable thing in Israel shall be for thee and for thy seed, and ye shall eat everything fair to look upon, and the table of the Lord shall thy seed apportion. And some of them shall be high priests and judges and scribes, for by thy mouth shall the holy place be guarded. And when I awoke, I understood that this dream was like the first dream, and I hid this also in my heart, and told it not to any man upon the earth. And after two days I and Judah went up with our father Jacob to Isaac, our father's father. And my father's father blessed me according to the words of all the visions which I had seen, and he would not come with us to Bethel. And when we came to Bethel, my father saw a vision concerning me, that I should be their priest unto God. And he rose up early in the morning, and paid tithes to all of the Lord through me. And so we came to Hebron to dwell there. And Isaac called me continually to put me in remembrance of the law of the Lord, even as the angel of the Lord showed unto me. And he taught me the law of the priesthood of sacrifices, whole burnt offerings, first fruits, free will offerings, peace offerings. And each day he was instructing me, and was busied on my behalf before the Lord, and said to me, Beware of the spirit of fornication, for this shall continue, and shall by thy seed pollute the holy place. Take therefore to thyself a wife without blemish or pollution, while yet thou art young, and not the race of a strange nation. And before entering into the holy place, bathe, and when thou offerest the sacrifice, wash, and again when thou finish the sacrifice, wash. Of twelve trees having leaves offering to the Lord, as Abraham taught me also. And of every clean beast and bird offer a sacrifice to the Lord. And of all thy first fruits, and of wine offer the first, as a sacrifice to the Lord God, and every sacrifice thou shalt salt with salt. Now therefore observe what I command you, children, for whatsoever things I have heard from my fathers I have declared unto you. And behold, I am clear from your ungodliness and transgression, which ye shall commit in the end of the ages against the Savior of the world, Christ, acting godlessly, deceiving Israel, and stirring up against it great evils from the Lord. And ye shall deal lawlessly together with Israel, so he shall not bear with Jerusalem because of your wickedness, but the veil of the temple shall be rent, so as not to cover your shame. And ye shall be scattered as captives among the Gentiles, and shall be for a reproach and for a curse there. For the house which the Lord shall choose shall be called Jerusalem, as it is contained in the book of Enoch the righteous. Therefore, when I took a wife, I was twenty-eight years old, and her name was Melka. And she conceived and bare a son, and I called his name Gersam, for we were sojourners in our land. And I saw concerning him that he would not be in the first rank. And Kohath was born in the thirty-fifth year of my life, toward sunrise. And I saw in a vision that he was standing on high in the midst of all the congregation. Therefore I called his name Kohath, which is the beginning of majesty and instruction. And she bare me a third son in the fortieth year of my life. And since his mother bare him with difficulty... I called him Merari, that is, my bitterness, because he was also like to die. 
And Joabit was born in Egypt in my sixty-fourth year, for I was renowned then in the midst of my brethren. And Gersam took a wife, and she bare to him Lamini and Semini, and the sons of Kohath, Ambram, Issachar, Hebram, and Oziel, and the sons of Merari, Muli, and Moises. And in the ninety-fourth year, Ambram took Shuebid, my daughter, to him for wife, for they were born in one day, he and my daughter. Eight years old was I when I went to the land of Canaan, and eighteen years when I slew Shechem, and at nineteen years I became a priest, and at twenty-eight years I took a wife, and at forty-eight I went into Egypt. And behold, my children, ye are a third generation. In my hundred and eighteenth year, Joseph died. And now, my children, I command you, fear the Lord your God with your whole heart, and walk in simplicity according to all his law. And do ye also teach your children letters, that they may have an understanding all their life, reading unceasingly the law of God. For everyone that knows the law of the Lord shall be honored, and shall not be a stranger wherever he goes. Yea, many friends shall he gain more than his parents, and many men shall desire to serve him, and to hear the law from his mouth. Work righteousness, therefore, my children, upon the earth, that ye may have it also as a treasure in heaven. And sow good things in your souls, that ye may find them in your life. But if ye sow evil things, ye shall reap every trouble and affliction. Get wisdom in the fear of God with diligence. For though there be a leading into captivity, and cities and lands be destroyed, and gold and silver and every possession perish, the wisdom of the wise not can take away, save the blindness of the ungodliness, and the callousness that comes of sin. For if one keeps oneself from these evil things, then even among his enemies shall wisdom be a glory to him, and in a strange country a fatherland, and in the midst of foes shall prove a friend. Whosoever teaches noble things and does them shall be enthroned with kings, as was also Joseph my brother. Therefore, my children, I have learned that at the end of the ages ye will transgress against the Lord, stretching out hands to wickedness against him, and to all the Gentiles shall ye become a scorn. For our father Israel is pure from the transgressions of the chief priests who shall lay their hands upon the Savior of the world. For as the heaven is purer in the Lord's sight than the earth, so also be ye, the lights of Israel, purer than all the Gentiles. But if ye be darkened through transgressions, what, therefore, will all the Gentiles do living in blindness? Yea, ye shall bring a curse upon our race, because the light of the law which was given to lighten every man, this ye desire to destroy by teaching commandments contrary to the ordinances of God. The offerings of the Lord ye shall rob, and from its portions shall ye steal choice portions, eating them contemptuously with harlots. And out of covetousness ye shall teach the commandments of the Lord. Wedded women shall ye pollute, and the virgins of Jerusalem shall ye defile. And with harlots and adulteresses shall ye be joined, and the daughters of the Gentiles shall ye take to wife, purifying them with the unlawful purification. And your union shall be like unto Sodom and Gomorrah, and ye shall be puffed up because of your priesthood, lifting yourselves up against men, not only so, but also against the commandments of God. For ye shall condemn the holy things with jests and laughter, 
Therefore, the temple which the Lord shall choose shall be laid waste through your uncleanness, and ye shall be captives throughout all nations. And ye shall be an abomination unto them, and ye shall receive reproach and everlasting shame from the righteous judgment of God. And all who hate you shall rejoice at your destruction. And if you were not to receive mercy through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob our fathers, not one of your seed should be left upon the earth. And now I have learnt that for seventy weeks ye shall go astray, and profane the priesthood, and pollute the sacrifices. And ye shall make void the law, and set it not the words of the prophets by evil perverseness. And ye shall persecute righteous men, and hate the godly. The words of the faithful shall ye abhor. And a man who reneweth the law in the power of the Most High, ye shall call a deceiver. And at last ye shall rush upon him to slay him, not knowing his dignity, taking innocent blood through wickedness upon your heads. And your holy places shall be laid to waste, even to the ground because of him. And ye shall have no place that is clean, but ye shall be among the Gentiles a curse and a dispersion until he shall visit you again and in pity shall receive you through faith and water. And whereas ye have heard concerning the seventy weeks, hear also concerning the priesthood. For in each jubilee there shall be a priesthood. And in the first jubilee, the first who is anointed to the priesthood shall be great, and shall speak to God as to a father. And his priesthood shall be perfect with the Lord, and then the day of his gladness shall he arise for the salvation of the world. In the second jubilee, he that is anointed shall be conceived in the sorrow of beloved ones, and his priesthood shall be honored and shall be glorified by all. And the third priest shall he taken hold of by sorrow, and the fourth shall be in pain, because unrighteousness shall gather itself against him exceedingly, and all Israel shall hate each one of his neighbors. The fifth shall be taken hold of by darkness, likewise also the sixth and the seventh. And in the seventh shall be such pollution as I cannot express before men, for they shall know it who does these things. Therefore shall they be taken captive and become prey, and their land and their substance shall be destroyed. And in the fifth week they shall return to their desolate country, and shall renew the house of the Lord. And in the seventh week shall become priests, who are idolaters, adulterers, lovers of money, proud, lawless, abusers of children and beasts. And after their punishment shall have come for the Lord, the priesthood shall fail. Then shall the Lord raise up a new priest. And to him all the words of the Lord shall be revealed, and he shall execute a righteous judgment upon the earth for a multitude of days. And his star shall raise in heaven as of a king, lighting up the light of knowledge as the sun of day, and he shall be magnified in the world. He shall shine forth as the sun on the earth, and shall remove all darkness from under heaven, and there shall be peace in all the earth. The heavens shall exult in his days, and the earth shall be glad, and the clouds shall rejoice, and the knowledge of the Lord shall be poured forth upon the earth, as the water of the seas, and the angels of glory of the presence of the Lord shall be glad in him. The heavens shall be opened, and from the temple of glory shall come upon him sanctification with the Father's voice, as from Abraham and Isaac. And the glory of the Most High shall be uttered over him, and the spirit of understanding and sanctification shall rest upon him in the water. For he shall give the majesty of the Lord to his sons in truth forevermore. 
and there shall none succeed him for all generations forever. And in his priesthood the Gentiles shall be multiplied in knowledge upon the earth, and enlightened through the grace of the Lord. In his priesthood shall sin come to an end, and the lawless shall cease to do evil. And he shall open the gates of paradise, and shall remove the threatening sword against Adam. And he shall give to the saints to eat from the tree of life, and the spirit of holiness shall be on them. And Belial shall be bound by him, and he shall give power to his children to tread upon the evil spirits. And the Lord shall rejoice in his children, and be well pleased in his beloved ones forever. Then shall Abraham and Isaac and Jacob exult, and I will be glad, and all the saints shall clothe themselves with joy. And now, my children, ye have heard all. Choose, therefore, for yourselves, either the light or the darkness, either the law of the Lord or the works of Belial. And his sons answered him, saying, Before the Lord we will walk according to his law. And their father said unto him, The Lord is witness, and his angels are witnesses, and ye are witnesses, and I am witness concerning the word of your mouth. And his son said unto him, We are witnesses. And thus Levi ceased commanding his sons. And he stretched out his feet on the bed, and was gathered to his fathers, after he had lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. And they laid him in a coffin, and afterwards they buried him in Hebron with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Testament of Judah, the fourth son of Jacob and Leah. The copy of the words of Judah, what things he spake to his sons before he died. They gathered themselves together, therefore, and came to him, and he said to them, Hearken, my children, to Judah your father. I was the fourth son born to my father Jacob. And Leah, my mother, named me Judah, saying, I give thanks to the Lord, because he hath given me a fourth son also. I was swift in my youth, and obedient to my father in everything. And I honored my mother and my mother's sister. And it came to pass, when I became a man, that my father blessed me, saying, Thou shalt be a king, prospering in all things. And the Lord showed me favor in all my works, both in the field and in the house, I know that I raced a hind and caught it, and prepared the meat for my father, and he did eat. And the rose I used to master in the chase, and overtake all that was in the plains. A wild mare I overtook, and caught it, and tamed it. I slew a lion, and plucked a kid out of its mouth. I took a bear by its paw, and hurled it down the cliff, and it was crushed. I outran the wild boar, and seizing it as I ran, I tore it in asunder. A leopard in Hebron leapt upon my dog, and I caught it by the tail, and hurled it on the rocks, and it was broken in twain. I found a wild ox feeding in the fields, and seizing it by the horns, and whirling it round and stunning it, I cast it from me and slew it. And when the two kings of the Canaanites came sheathed in armor against our flocks, and much people with them, single-handed I rushed upon the king of Hazor, and smote him on the graves, and dragged him down and so I slew him. And the other, the king of Tapua, as he sat upon his horse, I slew, and so I scattered all his people. Achor, the king, a man of giant stature, I found, hurling javelins before and behind as he sat on horseback. And I took up a stone of sixty pound weight, and hurled it, and smote his horse, and killed it. And I fought with this other for two hours, and I clave his shield in twain, and I chopped off his feet and killed him. 
And as I was stripping off his breastplate, behold, nine men, his companions, began to fight with me. And I wound my garment on my hand, and I slung stones at them, and killed four of them, and the rest fled. And Jacob, my father, slew Belisath, king of all kings, a giant in strength, twelve cubits high. And fear fell upon them, and they ceased warring against us. Therefore my father was free from anxiety in the wars when I was with my brethren. For he saw in a vision concerning me that an angel of might followed me everywhere, that I should not be overcome. And in the south there came upon us a greater war than that in Shechem. And I joined in battle array with my brethren, and pursued a thousand men, and slew of them two hundred men and four kings. And I went up upon the wall, and I slew four mighty men. And so we captured Hazar and took all the spoil. And the next day we departed to Atron, a city strong and walled and inaccessible, threatening us with death. But I and Gad approached on the east side of the city, and Reuben and Levi on the west. And they that were upon the wall, thinking that we were alone, were drawn down against us. And so my brother secretly climbed up the wall on both sides by stakes and entered the city, while the men knew it not. And we took it with the edge of a sword. And as for those who had taken refuge in the tower, we set fire to the tower and took both it and them. And as we were departing, the men of Tepua seized our spoil. And seeing this, we fought with them. And we slew them all and recovered our spoil. And when I was at the waters of Koziba, the men of Jobel came against us to battle. And we fought with them and routed them. And their allies from Shiloh we slew. And we did not leave them power to come in against us. And the men of Mekir came upon us on the fifth day to seize our spoil. And we attacked them and overcame them in fierce battle. For there was a host of mighty men amongst them. And we slew them before they had gone up the ascent. And when we came to their city, their women rolled upon us stones from the brow of the hill on which the city stood. And I and Simeon had ourselves behind the town, and seized upon the heights, and destroyed this city also. And the next day it was told to us that the king of the city of Gash, with a mighty host, was coming upon us. I, therefore, and Dan feigned ourselves to be Amorites, and as allies went into their city. And in the depth of night our brethren came, and we opened the gates to them, and we destroyed all the men in their substance, and we took for a prey all that was theirs, and their three walls we cast down. And we drew near to Tamna, where all was the substance of their hostile kings. Then, being insulted by them, I was therefore wroth, and rushed against them to the summit. And they kept slinging against me stones and darts. And had not Dan my brother aided me, they would have slain me. We came upon them, therefore, with wrath, and they all fled. And passing by another way, they fought my father, and he made peace with them. And we did to them no hurt, and they became tributary to us, and we restored them their spoil. And I built Tamna, and my father built Pabael. I was twenty years old when this war befell, and the Canaanites feared me and my brethren. And I had much cattle, and I had for chief herdsmen Uram the Abdullamite. And when I went to him, I saw Prasarba, the king of Abdullam. And he spake unto us, and he made us a feast. And when I was heated, he gave me his daughter Bathshua to wife. And she bare me Er, and Onan, and Shaliah, and two of them the Lord smote. For Shaliah lived, and his children are ye. And eighteen years my father abode in peace with his brother Esau, and his sons with us, 
After that we came from Mesopotamia, from Laban. And when eighteen years were fulfilled, in the fortieth year of my life, Esau, the brother of my father, came upon us with a mighty and strong people. And Jacob smote Esau with an arrow, and he was taken up wounded to Mount Seir. And as he went, he died at Ananiram. And we pursued after the sons of Esau. Now they had a city with walls of iron and gates of brass, and we could not enter into it. And we encamped around, and we designed it. And when they opened not to us in twenty days, I set up a ladder in the sight of all, and with my shield upon my head I went up, sustaining the assaults of stones, upwards of three talents weight, and I slew four of their mighty men, and Reuben and Gad slew six others. Then they asked from us terms of peace, and having taken counsel with our father, we received them as tributaries. And they gave us five hundred cores of wheat, five hundred baths of oil, five hundred measures of wine, until the famine, when we went down into Egypt. And after these things, my son Er took wife to Tamar, from Mesopotamia, a daughter of Aram. Now Er was wicked, and he was in need concerning Tamar, because she was not of the land of Canaan. And on the third night an angel of the Lord smote him. And he had not known her according to the evil craftiness of his mother, for he did not wish to have children by her. In the days of the wedding feast I gave Onan to her in marriage, and he also in wickedness knew her not, though he spent with her a year. And when I threatened him, he went in unto her, but he spilled the seed on the ground according to the command of his mother, and he also died through wickedness. And I wished to give Shelea also to her, but his mother did not permit it, for she wrought evil against Tamar because she was not the daughters of Canaan, and she also herself was. And I knew that the race of the Canaanites was wicked, but the impulse of youth blinded my mind. And when I saw her pouring out wine, owing to the intoxication of wine, I was deceived and took her, although my father had not counseled it. And while I was away, she went and took for Shaliah a wife from Canaan. And when I knew what she had done, I cursed her in the anguish of my soul. And she also died through her wickedness together with her sons. And after these things, while Tamar was a widow, she heard after two years that I was going up to shear my sheep, and adorned herself in bridal array, and sat in the city of Anam by the gate. For it was a law of the Amorites, that she who was about to marry should sit in fornication seven days by the gate. Therefore, being drunk with wine, I did not recognize her, and her beauty deceived me through the fashion of her adorning. And I turned aside to her and said, Let me go in unto thee. And she said, What wilt thou give me? And I gave her my staff and my girdle, and the diadem of my kingdom and pledge. And I went in unto her, and she conceived. And not knowing what I had done, I wished to slay her. But she privily sent me my pledges and put me to shame. And when I called her, I also heard the secret words which I spoke when lying with her in my drunkenness and I could not slay her, because it was from the Lord. For I said, Lest happily she did it in subtlety, having received the pledge from another woman. But I came not again near her while I lived, because I had done this abomination in all Israel. Moreover, they who were in the city said that there was no harlot in the gate, because she came from another place, and sat for a while in the gate. And I thought that no one knew that I had gone to her, 
And after this we came into Egypt to Joseph because of the famine. And I was forty-six years old, and seventy-three years I lived in Egypt. And now I command you, my children, hearken to Judah your father, and keep my sayings to perform all the ordinances of the Lord, and to obey the commands of God. And walk not after your lusts, nor in the imaginations of your thoughts and haughtiness of heart. And glory not in the deeds and strength of your youth, for this also is evil in the eyes of the Lord. Since I also gloried that in wars no comely woman's face ever enticed me, and reproved Reuben my brother concerning Bilah, the wife of my father, the spirits of jealousy and of fornication arrayed themselves with me until I lay with Beshua the Canaanite and Tamar, who was espoused to my sons. For I said to my father-in-law, I will take counsel with my father, and so will I take thy daughter. And he was unwilling, but he showed me a boundless store of gold in his daughter's behalf, for he was to be king. And he adorned her with gold and pearls, and caused her to pour out wine for us at the feast with the beauty of women. And the wine turned aside my eyes, and pleasure blinded my heart. And I became enamored of, and I lay with her, and transgressed the commandment of the Lord and the commandment of my fathers, and I took her to be a wife. And the Lord rewarded me according to the imagination of my heart, inasmuch as I had no joy in her children. And now, my children, I say unto you, Be not drunk with wine, for wine turneth the mind away from the truth, and inspires the passion of lust, and leadeth the eyes into error. The spirit of fornication hath wine as a minister to give pleasure to the mind. For these two also take away the mind of man. For if a man drink wine to drunkenness, it disturbs the mind with filthy thoughts leading to fornication, and heateth the body to carnal union. And if the occasion of lust be present, he works the sin and is not ashamed. Such is the inebriated man, my children, for he who is drunken reverence no man. For lo, it made me also to err, so that I was not ashamed of the multitude in the city, in that before the eyes of all I turned aside unto Tamar, and I wrought a great sin, and I uncovered the coverings of my son's shame. After I had drunk wine, I reverenced not the commandment of God, and I took a woman of Canaan to wife. For much discretion needeth the man who drinketh wine, my children, and herein is discretion in drinking wine. A man may drink so long as he preserves modesty. But if he go beyond this limit, the spirit of deceit attacks his mind, and it makes the drunkard to talk filthy and to transgress and to not be ashamed, but even to his glory and his shame, and to account himself honorable. He that commits fornication is not aware when he suffers loss, and is not ashamed when put to dishonor. For even though a man be a king and commit fornication, he is stripped of his kingship by becoming the slave of fornication, as I myself also suffered. For I gave my staff, that is, the stay of my tribe, and my girdle, that is, my power, and my diadem, that is, the glory of my kingdom. And indeed I repented all of these things. Wine and flesh I eat not until my old age, nor did I behold any joy. And the angel of God showed me that forever do women bear rule over king and beggar alike. And from the king they take away his glory, and from the valiant man his might, and from the beggar even that which little is the stay of his poverty. Observe, therefore, my children, the right limit in wine. 
for there are in it four evil spirits of lust, of hot desire, of profligacy, of filthy lucre. If ye drink wine in gladness, be ye modest in the fear of God. For if in your gladness the fear of God departs, then drunkenness arises and shamelessness steals in. But if ye would live soberly, do not touch wine at all, lest ye sin in words of outrage, in fightings and slanders, and transgressions of the commandments of God, and ye perish before your time. Moreover, wine reveals the mysteries of God in men, even as I also revealed the commandments of God and the mysteries of Jacob my father to the Canaanite woman Bathsheba, which God bade me to not reveal. And wine is both a cause of war and confusion. And now I command you, my children, not to love money, nor to gaze upon the beauty of women, because for the sake of money and beauty I was led astray to Bathsheba the Canaanite. For I know that because of these two things shall my race fall into wickedness. For even wise men among my sons shall they mar, and shall cause the kingdom of Judah to be diminished, which the Lord gave me because of my obedience to my father. For I never caused grief to Jacob my father, for all things whatsoever he commanded I did. And Isaac, the father of my father, blessed me to be king in Israel, and Jacob further blessed me in like manner. And know that from me shall the kingdom be established. And I know what evils ye will do in the last days. Beware, my children, of fornication and the love of money, and hearken to Judah your father. For these things withdraw from the law of God, and blind the inclination of the soul, and teach arrogance, and suffer not a man to have compassion upon his neighbor. They rob his soul of all goodness, and oppress him with the toils and troubles, and drive away sleep from him, and devour his flesh. And he hinders the sacrifices of God, and he remembers not the blessings of God. He hearken not to a prophet when he speaks, and resents the words of godliness. For he is a slave to two contrary passions, and cannot obey God, because they have blinded his soul, and he walks in the day as in the night. My children, the love of money leads to idolatry, because when led astray through money, men name as gods those who are not gods, and it causes him who hath it to fall into madness. For the sake of money I lost my children, and had not my repentance, my humiliation, and the prayers of my fathers been accepted, I shall have died childless. But the God of my fathers had mercy on me, because I did it in ignorance. And the prince of deceit blinded me, and I sinned as a man and as flesh, being corrupted through sin, I learned my own weakness while thinking myself invincible. Know, therefore, my children, that two spirits wait upon the man, the spirit of truth and the spirit of deceit. And in the midst is the spring of understanding in the mind, to which it belongs to turn whosoever it will. And the works of truth and the works of deceit are written upon the hearts of men, and each of them the Lord knows. And there is at no time at which the works of men can be hid, for on the heart itself they have been written down before the Lord. And the Spirit of truth testifies all things and accuses all, and the sinner is burnt up by his own heart and cannot rise his face to the judge. And now, my children, I command you, love Levi, that ye may abide, and exalt not yourselves against him, lest ye be utterly destroyed. For to me the Lord gave the kingdom, 
and to him the priesthood, and he set the kingdom beneath the priesthood. To me he gave the things upon the earth, to him the things in heaven. As the heaven is higher than the earth, so is the priesthood of God higher than the earthly kingdom, unless it falls away through the sin from the Lord and is dominated by the earthly kingdom. For the angel of the Lord said unto him, The Lord chose him rather than thee, to draw near to him, and to eat of his table, and to offer him the first fruits of the choice things of the sons of Israel. But thou shalt be king of Jacob, and thou shalt be amongst them as the sea. For as on the sea just and unjust are tossed about, some taken into captivity, while some are enriched. And also shall every race of men be in thee. Some shall be impoverished, being taken captive, and others grow rich by plundering the possessions of others. For the kings shall be as sea monsters. They shall swallow men like fishes, the sons and daughters of freemen shall they enslave. Houses, land, flocks, money shall they plunder. And with the flesh of many shall they wrongfully feed the ravens and the cranes, and they shall advance in evil and covetousness uplifted, and there shall be false prophets like tempest, and they shall persecute all righteous men. And the Lord shall bring upon them divisions one against another. And there shall be continual wars in Israel, and among men of another race shall my kingdom be brought to an end, until the salvation of Israel shall come. Until the appearing of the God of righteousness, that Jacob and all the Gentiles may rest in peace. And he shall guard the might of my kingdom forever. For the Lord aware to me with an oath that he would not destroy the kingdom of my seed forever. For I have much grief, my children, because of your lewdness and witchcrafts and idolatries which ye shall practice against the kingdom, following them that have familiar spirits, diviners, and demons of error. Ye shall make your daughters singing girls and harlots, and ye shall mingle in the abominations of the Gentiles. For which things sake the Lord shall bring upon you famine and pestilence, death and the sword, beguiling by enemies, and revilings of friends, and the slaughters of children, the rape of wives, the plundering of possessions, the burning of the temple of God, the laying waste of the land, and the enslavement of yourselves among the Gentiles. And they shall make some of you eunuchs for their wives, until the Lord visit you, when with perfect heart ye repent and walk in all his commandments, and he bring you up from the captivity among the Gentiles. And after these things shall arise a star to you from Jacob in peace, and a man shall arise from my seed like the son of righteousness, walking with the sons of men in meekness and righteousness, and no sin shall be found in him. And the heavens shall be opened unto him to pour out the Spirit, even the blessing of the Holy Father. And he shall pour out the Spirit of grace upon you. And ye shall be unto him sons in truth, and ye shall walk in his commandments first and last. Then shall the scepter of my kingdom shine forth, and from your root shall arise a stem, and from it shall grow a rod of righteousness to the Gentiles, to judge and to save all that call upon the Lord. And after these things shall Abraham and Isaac and Jacob arise unto life, and I and my brethren shall be chiefs of the tribes of Israel. Levi first, I the second, Joseph third, Benjamin fourth, Simeon fifth, Issachar sixth, and so all in order. And the Lord blessed Levi, 
and the angel of presence, me, the powers of glory, Simeon, the heaven, Reuben, the earth, Issachar, the sea, Zebulun, the mountains, Joseph, the tabernacle, Benjamin, the luminaries, Dan, Eden, Neptali, the sun, Gad, the moon, Asher. And ye shall be the people of the Lord, and have one tongue, and there shall be no spirit of deceit of Belier, for he shall be cast into the fire forever. And they who have died in grief shall arise in joy, for they who were poor for the Lord's sake shall become rich, and they who are put to death for the Lord's sake shall awaken to life. And the hearts of Jacob shall run in joyfulness, and the eagles of Israel shall fly in gladness, and all the people shall glorify the Lord forever. Observe, therefore, my children, all the law of the Lord, for there is hope for all who hold fast unto his ways. And he said to them, Behold, I die before your eyes this day, a hundred and nineteen years old. Let no one bury me in costly apparel, nor tear open my bowels, for this shall they who are kings do, and carry me up to Hebron with you. And Judah, when he had said these things, fell asleep. And his sons did according to all whatsoever he commanded them. And they buried him in Hebron with his fathers. The Testament of Issachar, the fifth son of Jacob and Leah. The copy of the words of Issachar. For he called his sons and said unto them, Hearken, my children, to Issachar your father. Give ear to the words of him who is beloved of the Lord. I was born the fifth son to Jacob by way of hire for the mandrakes. For Reuben, my brother, brought in mandrakes from the field, and Rachel met him and took him. And Reuben wept, and at his voice Leah, my mother, came forth. Now these mandrakes were sweet-smelling apples which were produced in the land of Haran below a ravine of water. And Rachel said, I will not give them to thee, but they shall be to me instead of children. For the Lord hath despised me, and I have borne no children to Jacob. Now there were two apples, and Leah said to Rachel, Let it suffice thee that thou hast taken my husband. Wilt thou take these also? And Rachel said to her, Thou shalt have Jacob this night for the mandrakes of thy son. And Leah said to her, Jacob is mine, for I am the wife of his youth. But Rachel said, Boast not, and vaunt not thyself, for he espoused me before thee, and for my sake he served our father fourteen years and had not craft increased on the earth, and the wickedness of men prospered, thou wouldst not now see the face of Jacob, for thou art not his wife, but in craft were taken to him in my stead. And my father deceived me, and removed me on that night, and did not suffer Jacob to see me, for had I been there, this had not happened to him. Nevertheless, for the mandrakes I am hiring Jacob to thee for one night, and Jacob knew Leah, and she conceived and bare me on account of the hire I was called Issachar. Then appeared to Jacob an angel of the Lord, saying, Two children shall Rachel bear, inasmuch as she hath refused company with her husband. And had not Leah my mother paid the two apples for the sake of his company, she would have borne eight sons. For this reason she bare six, and Rachel bare the two. For on account of the mandrakes the Lord visited her. For he know that for the sake of children she wished to company with Jacob, and not for lust of pleasure. For on the morrow also she again gave up Jacob. Because of the mandrakes, therefore, the Lord hearkened to Rachel. 
For though she desired them, she cast them not, but offered them in the house of the Lord, presenting them to the priest of the Most High, who was at the time. When, therefore, I grew up, my children, I walked in uprightness of heart, and I became a husbandman for my father and my brethren, and I brought in fruits from the fields according to their season. And my father blessed me, for he saw that I had walked in rectitude before him. And I was not a busybody in my doings, nor envious and malicious against my neighbor. I never slandered anyone, nor did I censure the life of any man, walking as I did in singleness of eye. Therefore, when I was thirty-five years old, I took to myself a wife, for my labor wore away my strength, and I never thought upon pleasure with women, but owing to my toil, sleep overcame me. And my father always rejoiced in my rectitude, because I offered through the priest to the Lord all first fruits, then to my father also. And the Lord increased ten thousandfold his benefit in my hand, and also Jacob, my father, knew that God aided my singleness. For on all the poor and oppressed I bestowed the good things of the earth in the singleness of my heart. And now hearken to me, my children, and walk in singleness of your heart, for I have seen in it all that it is well-pleasing to the Lord. The single-minded man coveth not gold, he overreacheth not his neighbor, he longeth not after the manifold dainties, he delighteth not in varied apparel. He does not desire to live a long life, but only waiteth for the will of God. And the spirits of deceit have no power against him, for he looketh not on the beauty of women, lest he should pollute his mind with corruption. There is no envy in his thoughts. No malicious person makes his soul to pine away, nor worry with insatiable desire in his mind. For he walks in singleness of soul, and beholds all things in the uprightness of heart, shunning eyes made evil through the error of the world, lest he should see the perversion of any commandments of the Lord. Keep, therefore, my children, the law of God, and get singleness, and walk in guilelessness, not playing the busybody with the business of your neighbor, but love the Lord and your neighbor, have compassion on the poor and the weak. Bow down your back unto husbandry, and toil in labors in all manner of husbandry, offering gifts to the Lord with thanksgiving. For with the first fruits of the earth will the Lord bless you, even as he blessed all the saints from Abel even until now. For no other portion is given to you than the fatness of the earth, whose fruits are raised by toil. For our father Jacob blessed me with the blessings of the earth and of first fruits. And Levi and Judah were glorified by the Lord even among the sons of Jacob. For the Lord gave them an inheritance. And to Levi he gave the priesthood, and to Judah the kingdom. And do ye therefore obey them, and walk in the singleness of your father, for unto Gad hath it been given to destroy the troops that are coming upon Israel. Know ye therefore, my children, that in the last times your sons will forsake singleness, and will cleave into unsatiable desire, and leaving guilelessness will draw near to malice, and forsaking the commandments of the Lord, they will cleave unto Belial, and leaving husbandry, they will follow after their own wicked devices, and they shall be dispersed among the Gentiles, and shall serve their enemies. And do you, therefore, give these commands to your children, that if they sin, they may more quickly return to the Lord, for he is merciful, and will deliver them, even to bring them back into their land. Behold, therefore, as you see, I am a hundred and twenty-six years old, 
and am not conscious of committing any sin. Except my wife, I have not known any woman. I never committed fornication by the uplifting of my eyes. I drank not wine to be led astray thereby. I coveted not any desirable thing that was my neighbor's. Guile arose not in my heart. A lie passed not through my lips. If any man were in distress, I joined my sighs with him, and I shared my bread with the poor. I wrought godliness. All my days I kept truth. I loved the Lord. Likewise also every man with all my heart. So do you also these things, my children, and every spirit of Belial shall flee from you, and no deed of wicked men shall rule over you. And every wild beast shall ye subdue, since you have with you the God of heaven and earth, and walk with men in singleness of heart. And having said these things, he commanded his sons that they should carry him up to Hebron, and bury him there in the cave with his fathers. And he stretched out his feet and died, at a good old age, with every limb sound, and with strength unabated, he slept the eternal sleep. The Testament of Zebulun, the sixth son of Jacob and Leah. The copy of the words of Zebulun, which he enjoined on his sons before he died in the hundred and fourteenth year of his life, two years after the death of Joseph. And he said to them, Hearken to me, ye sons of Zebulun, attend to the words of your father. I, Zebulun, was born a good gift to my parents. For when I was born, my father was increased very exceedingly, both in flocks and herds, when with the staked rods he had his portion. I am not conscious that I have sinned all my days, save in thought. Nor yet do I remember that I have done any iniquity, except the sin of ignorance which I had committed against Joseph. For I covented with my brethren not to tell my father what had done. But I wept in many secret days on account of Joseph, for I feared for my brethren, because they had all agreed that if anyone shall declare the secret, he should be slain. But when they wished to kill him, I adjured them much with tears not to be guilty of this sin. For Simeon and Gad came against Joseph to kill him, and he said unto them with tears, Pity me, my brethren, have mercy upon the bowels of Jacob our father. Lay not upon me your hands to shed innocent blood, for I have not sinned against you. And if indeed I have sinned, with chastening, chaste me, my brethren, but lay not upon me your hand, for the sake of Jacob our father. And as he spoke these words, wailing as he did so, I was unable to bear his lamentations, and began to weep, and my liver was poured out, and all the substance of my bowels was loosened. And I wept with Joseph, and my heart sounded and the joints of my body trembled, and I was not able to stand. And when Joseph saw me weeping with him, and them coming against him to slay him, he fled behind me, beseeching them. But meanwhile Reuben arose and said, Come, my brethren, let us not slay him, but let us cast him into one of these dry pits, which our fathers dug and found no water. For for this cause the Lord forbade that water should rise up in them, in order that Joseph should be preserved. And they did so, until they sold him to the Ishmaelites. For in his price I had no share, my children. But Simeon and Gad and six other of our brethren took the price of Joseph, and bought sandals for themselves and their wives and their children, saying, We will not eat of it, for it is of the price of our brother's blood. But we will assuredly tread it underfoot, because he said that he would be king over us. So let us see what would become of his dreams." Therefore it is written in the writings of the law of Moses, 
that whosoever will not rise up seed to his brother, his sandals should be unloosened, and they should spit in his face. And the brethren of Joseph wish not that their brother should live. And the Lord loosened from them the sandal which they wore against Joseph their brother. For when they came into Egypt, they were unloosened by the servants of Joseph outside the gate. And so they made obeisance to Joseph after the fashion of the king Pharaoh. And not only did they make obeisance to him, but were spit upon also, falling down before him forthwith. And so they were put to shame before the Egyptians. For after this, the Egyptians heard all the evils that they had done to Joseph. And after he was sold, my brothers sat down to eat and drink. But I, through pity for Joseph, did not eat, but watched the pit, since Judah feared lest Simeon, Dan, and Gad should rush off and slay him. But when they saw that I did not eat, they set to watch me, till he was sold to the Ishmaelites. And when Reuben came and heard that while he was away Joseph had been sold, he rent his garments, and mourning, said, How shall I look on the face of my father Jacob? And he took the money and ran after the merchants, but as he failed to find them, he returned grieving. But the merchants had left the broad road and marched through the troglites by a shortcut. But Reuben was grieved and ate no food that day. Dan therefore came to him and said, Weep not, neither grieve, for we have found what we can say to our father Jacob. Let us slay a kid of the goats and dip it in the coat of Joseph. And let us send it to Jacob, saying, No, is this the coat of thy son? And they did so. For they stripped off from Joseph his coat when they were selling him, and put upon him the garment of a slave. Now Simeon took the coat, and would not give it up, for he wished to rend it with his sword, and he was angry that Joseph lived, and he had not slain him. Then we all rose up and said unto him, If thou givest not up the coat, we will say to our father that thou alone didst this evil thing in Israel. And so he gave it unto them, and they did even as Dan had said. And now, children, I tell you to keep the commands of the Lord, and to show mercy to your neighbors, and have compassion towards all, not towards men only, but also towards beasts. For all this thing's sake the Lord blessed me, and when all my brethren were sick, I escaped without sickness, for the Lord knows the purposes of each. Have therefore compassion in your hearts, my children, because even as a man doth to his neighbor, even so also will the Lord do to him. For the sons of my brethren were sickening and were dying on account of Joseph, because they showed not mercy in their hearts. But my sons were preserved without sickness, as ye knew. And when I was in the land of Canaan, by the sea coast, I made a catch of fish for Jacob my father. And when many were choked in the sea, I continued on unhurt. I was the first to make a boat to sail upon the sea, for the Lord gave me understanding and wisdom therein. And I let down a rudder behind it, and I stretched a sail upon another upright piece of wood in the midst. And I sailed therein along the shores, catching fish for the house of my father until we came to Egypt. And through compassion I shared my catch with every stranger. And if a man were a stranger, or sick, or aged, I boiled the fish and dressed them well and offered them to all men, as every man had need, grieving with and having compassion upon them. Wherefore also the Lord satisfied me with the abundance of fish when catching fish, for he that shares with his neighbor receives manifold more from the Lord. 
For five years I caught fish, and gave thereof to every man whom I saw, and sufficed for all the house of my father. And in the summer I caught fish, and in the winter I kept sheep with my brethren. Now I will declare unto you what I did. I saw a man in distress through nakedness in winter time, and had compassion upon him, and stole away a garment secretly from my father's house, and gave it to him who was in distress. Do you, therefore, my children, from that which God bestows upon you, show compassion and mercy without hesitation to all men, and give to every man with a good heart. And if ye have not the wherewithal to give to him that needs, have compassion for him in the bowels of mercy. I know that my hand found not the wherewithal to give to him that needed, and I walked with him weeping for seven furlongs, and my bowels yearned towards him in compassion. Have, therefore, yourselves also, my children, compassion towards every man with the mercy, that the Lord also may have compassion and mercy upon you. Because also, in the last days, God will send his compassion on the earth, and whosoever he finds bowels of mercy, he dwells in him. For in the degree in that which man hath compassion upon his neighbors, in the same degree hath the Lord upon him also. And when we went down into Egypt, Joseph bore no malice against us. To whom taking heed do ye also, my children, approve yourselves without malice, and love one another, and do not set down an account, each one of you evil against his brother. For this breaks unity and divides all kindred, and troubles the soul, and weareth away the countenance. Observe, therefore, the waters, and know when they flow together. They sweep along stones, trees, earth, and other things. But if they are divided into many streams, the earth swallows them up, and they vanish away. So shall ye also be, if ye are divided. Be not ye, therefore, divided into two heads, for everything which the Lord hath made but one head, two shoulders, two hands, two feet, and all the remaining members. For I have learned in the writings of my father that ye shall be divided in Israel, and ye shall follow two kings, and shall work every abomination. And your enemies shall lead you captive, and ye shall be evil and treated among the Gentiles, with many infirmaries and tribulations. After these things ye shall remember the Lord and repent, and he shall have mercy upon you, for he is merciful and compassionate. And he settles not down in account evil against the sons of men, because they are flesh, and they are deceived through their own wicked deeds. And after these things shall there arise unto you the Lord himself, the light of righteousness, and ye shall return unto your land. And ye shall see him in Jerusalem, for his name's sake. And again through the wickedness of your works shall ye prove him to anger, and ye shall be cast away by him unto the time of consummation. And now, my children, grieve not that I am dying, nor be cast down in that I am coming to my end. For I shall rise again in the midst of you, as a ruler in the midst of his sons, and I shall rejoice in the midst of my tribe, as many as shall keep the law of the Lord and the commandments of Zebulun their father. But upon the ungodly shall the Lord bring eternal fire and destroy them throughout all generations. And I am now hastening away to my rest, as did also my fathers. But do ye fear the Lord our God with all your strength in the days of all your life. And when he had said these things, he fell asleep at a good old age. And his sons laid him in a wooden coffin, 
and afterwards they carried him up and buried him in Hebron with his fathers. The Testament of Dan, the seventh son of Jacob and Bilhah. The copy of the words of Dan, which he spoke to his sons in his last days, in the 125th year of his life. For he called together his family and said, Hearken to my words, ye sons of Dan, and give heed to the words of your father. I have proved in my heart and in my whole life that truth with just dealings is good and well pleasing to God, and that lying and anger are evil because they teach man all wickedness. I confess, therefore, this day to you, my children, that in my heart I resolved on the death of Joseph, my brother, the true and good man. And I rejoiced that he was sold, because my father loved him more than us. For the spirit of jealousy and vainglory said to me, Thou thyself art also his son. And one of the spirits of Belial stirred me up, saying, Take this sword, and with it slay Joseph. So shall thy father love thee when he is dead. Now this is the spirit of anger that persuaded me to crush Joseph, as a leopard crushes a kid. But the God of my fathers did not suffer him to fall into my hands, so that I should find him alone and slay him, and cause a second tribe to be destroyed in Israel. And now, my children, behold, I am dying, and I tell you of a truth, that unless ye keep yourselves from the spirit of lying and of anger, and love truth and long-suffering, ye shall perish, for anger is blindness, and does not suffer one to see the face of any man with truth. For through it be a father or a mother, he behaves towards them as enemies. Though it be a brother, he knoweth them not. Though it be a prophet of the Lord, he disobeys them. Through a righteous man, he regards him not. Though a friend, he doth not acknowledge him. For the spirit of anger encompasses him with the net of deceit, and blinds his eyes and through lying darkens his mind, and gives him his own peculiar vision. And wherewith encompasseth his eyes, with hatred of heart, so as to be envious of his brother. For anger is an evil thing, my children, for it troubles even the soul itself. And the body of the angry man it makes its own, and over his soul it gets the mastery, and it bestows upon the body power that it may work all iniquity. And when the body does all these things, the soul justifies what is done, since it sees not aright. Therefore he that is wrathful, if he be a mighty man, has a threefold power in his anger, one by the help of his servants, and a second by his wealth, whereby he persuades and overcomes wrongfully. And thirdly, having his own natural power, he works thereby the evil. And though the wrathful man may be weak, Yet hath he a power twofold of that which is by nature, for wrath ever aids such in lawlessness. The spirit goes always with lying at the right hand of Satan, that with cruelty and lying his works may be wrought. Understand ye, therefore, the power of wrath, that it is vain. For it first of all gives provocation by word, then by deeds it strengthens him who is angry and with sharp losses disturbs his mind, and so stirs up with his great wrath his soul. Therefore, when anyone speaks against you, be not moved by anger. If any man praise you as a holy man, be not uplifted. Be not moved either to delight or to disgust. 
For first it pleases the hearing, and so maketh the mind king to perceive the grounds for provocation, and then being enraged, he thinks that he is justly angry. If ye fall into any loss or ruin, my children, be not afflicted, for this very spirit makes a man desire that which is perishable, in order that he may be enraged through the affliction. And if ye suffer loss voluntarily or involuntarily, be not vexed, for from vexation arise wrath with lying. Moreover, a twofold mischief is wrath with lying, and they assisted one another in order to disturb the heart. And when the soul is continually disturbed, the Lord departs from it, and Belial ruleth over it. Observe, therefore, my children, the commandments of the Lord, and keep his law. Depart from wrath and hate lying, that the Lord may dwell among you, and Belial may flee from you. Speak truth, each one with his neighbor. So shall ye not fall into wrath and confusion, but ye shall be in peace, having the peace of God. So shall no war prevail over you. Love the Lord throughout all your life, and one another with a true heart. I know that in the last days ye shall depart from the Lord, and ye shall provoke Levi into anger, and fight against Judah, but ye shall not prevail against them. For an angel of the Lord shall guide them both, and for both of them shall Israel stand. And whensoever ye depart from the Lord, ye shall walk in all evil, and work the abominations of the Gentiles, going a-whoring after women of the lawless ones, while with all wickedness and the spirit of wickedness works in you. For I have read in the book of Enoch, the righteous, that is your prince of Satan, and that all the spirits of wickedness and pride will conspire to attend constantly on the sons of Levi, to cause them to sin before the Lord. And my sons will draw near to Levi, and sin with them in all things, and the sons of Judah will be covetous, plundering other man's goods like lions. Therefore shall ye be led with them into captivity, and there shall ye receive all the plagues of Egypt, and all the evils of the Gentiles. And so when ye return to the Lord, ye shall obtain mercy, and he shall bring you into his sanctuary, and he shall give you peace. And there shall arise unto you from the tribe of Judah and of Levi the salvation of the Lord, and he shall make war against Belial, and execute an everlasting vengeance on our enemies. And the captivity shall he take from Belial the souls of the saints, and turn disobedient hearts unto the Lord, and give to them that call upon him eternal peace. And the saints shall rest in Eden, and in new Jerusalem shall the righteous rejoice, and it shall be unto the glory of God forever. And no longer shall Jerusalem endure desolation, nor Israel be led captive, for the Lord shall be in the midst of it, and the Holy One of Israel shall reign over it in all of humility and in poverty, and he who believes on him shall reign amongst men in truth. And now fear the Lord, my children, and beware of Satan and his spirits. Draw near unto God and unto the angel that intercedes for you, for he is a mediator between God and man. And for the peace of Israel he shall stand up against the kingdom of the enemy. Therefore is the enemy eager to destroy all that call upon the Lord. For he knoweth that upon the day on which Israel shall repent, the kingdom of the enemy shall be brought to an end. For the very angel of peace shall strengthen Israel, that it fall not into the extremity of evil. And it shall be in the time of the lawlessness of Israel, that the Lord will not depart from them, 
but will transform them into a nation that does his will, for none of the angels will be equal unto him. And his name shall be in every place in Israel and among the Gentiles. Keep, therefore, yourselves, my children, from every evil work, and cast away wrath and all lying, and love truth and long-suffering. And the things which ye have heard from your father do ye also impart to your children, that the Savior of the Gentiles may receive you. For he is true and long-suffering, meek and lowly, and teaches his works by the law of God. Depart, therefore, from all unrighteousness, and cleave unto the righteousness of God, and your race will be saved forever. And bury me near my fathers. And when he said these things, he kissed them, and fell asleep at a good old age. And his sons buried him, and after that they carried up his bones, and placed them near Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Nevertheless, Dan prophesied unto them that they shall forget their God, and should be alienated from the land of their inheritance, and from the race of Israel, and from the family of their seed. The Testament of Nephtali, the eighth son of Jacob and Bilhah. The copy of the Testament of Nephtali, which he ordained at the time of his death, in the hundred and thirtieth year of his life. When his sons were gathered together in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, while still in good health, he made them a feast of food and wine. And after he was awake in the morning, he said to them, I am dying, and they believed him not. For as he glorified the Lord, he grew strong, and said that after yesterday's feast he should die. And he began then to say, Hear, my children, ye sons of Nephtali, hear the words of your father. I was born from Bilhah, and because Rachel dealt craftily, and gave Bilhah in place of herself to Jacob, and she conceived and bare me upon Rachel's knees, Therefore she called my name Nephtali. For Rachel loved me very much because I was born upon her lap. And when I was still young, she was wont to kiss me and say, May I have a brother of thine from my own womb like unto thee? Whence also Joseph was like unto me in all things, according to the prayers of Rachel. Now my mother was Bilhah, daughter of Rothias, and the brother of Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, who was born on one and the self-same day with Rachel. And Rothias was of the family of Abraham, a Chaldean, God-fearing, free-born, and noble. And he was taken captive and was brought to Laban. And he gave him Una, his handmaid to his wife. And she bore him a daughter and called her name Zilpah, after the name of the village in which he had been taken captive. And next she bore Bilhah, saying, My daughter hastens after what is new. For immediately that she was born, she seized the breast and hastened to suck it. And I was swift on my feet like the deer, and my father Jacob appointed me for all messages, and as a deer did he give me his blessing. For as the potter knoweth the vessel, how much it is to contain, and bringeth clay accordingly, so also doth the Lord make the body after the likeness of spirit, and according to the capacity of the body doth he implant the spirit. And the one does not fall short of the other by a third part of a hair, for by weight and measure and rule was all creation made. And as the potter knoweth the use of each vessel, what it is to meet for, so also does the Lord know the body, how far it will persist in goodness, and when it begins in evil. For there is no inclination or thought which the Lord knoweth not, for he created every man after his own image. 
For as a man's strength, so also in his work, as his eye, so also in his sleep, as his soul, so also in his word, either in the law of the Lord or in the law of Belial. And as there is a division between light and darkness, between seeing and hearing, so also is there division between man and man, and between woman and woman. And it is not to be said that one is like the other, either in face or in mind. For God made all things good in their order, the five senses in the head, and he joined on the neck to the head, adding it to the hair, also good for comeliness and glory, then the heart for understanding, the belly for excrement, and the stomach for grinding, the windpipe for taking in breath, the liver for wrath, the gall for bitterness, the spleen for laughter, the reins for prudence, and the muscles of the loins for power, the lungs for drawing in, the loins for strength, and so forth. So then, my children, let all your works be done in order with good intent in the fear of God, and do nothing disorderly, in scorn, or out of its due season. For if thou bid the ear to hear, it cannot. So neither while ye were in darkness can you do the works of light. Be ye, therefore, not eager to corrupt your doings through covetousness or with vain words to beguile your souls. Because if ye keep silent in the purity of the heart, ye shall understand how it will hold fast the will of God and will cast away the will of Belial. Sun and moon and stars change not their order. So do ye also not change the law of God and the disorderliness of your doings. The Gentiles went astray and forsook the Lord and changed their order and obeyed stocks and stones, spirits of deceit. But ye shall not be so, my children, recognizing in the firmament, in the earth, and in the sea, and in all created things, the Lord who made all things, that ye become not as Sodom, which changed the order of nature. In like manner, the watchers also changed the order of their nature, whom the Lord cursed at the flood, on whose account he made the earth without inhabitants and fruitless. These things I say unto you, my children, for I have read in the writing of Enoch that ye yourselves also shall depart from the Lord, walking according to all the lawlessness of the Gentiles, and ye shall do according to all the wickedness of Sodom. And the Lord shall bring you captivity upon you, and there shall ye serve your enemies, and ye shall be bowed down with every affliction and tribulation, until the Lord have consumed all of you. And after ye have become diminished and made few, ye return and acknowledge the Lord your God, and he shall bring you back into your land according to his abundant mercy. And it shall be that after that they come into the land of their fathers, they shall again forget the Lord and become ungodly. And the Lord shall scatter them upon the face of all the earth until the compassion of the Lord shall come, a man working righteousness and working mercy unto all of them that are afar off and to them that are near. For in the fortieth year of my life I saw a vision on the Mount of Olives, on the east of Jerusalem, that the sun and the moon were standing still. And behold, Isaac, the father of my father, said to us, Run and lay hold of them, each one according to his strength. And to him that seizes them will the sun and the moon belong. And we all of us ran together, and Levi laid hold of the sun, and Judah outstripped the others and seized the moon, and they were both of them lifted up with them. And when Levi became as a son, 
Lo, a certain young man gave to him twelve branches of palm. And Judah was as bright as the moon, and under their feet were twelve rays. And the two, Levi and Judah, ran and lay hold of them. And lo, a bull upon the earth, with two great horns and an eagle's wings upon its back. And we wished to seize him, but could not. But Joseph came and seized him, and ascended up him on high. And I saw, for I was there, and behold, a holy writing appeared to us, saying, Assyrians, Medes, Persians, Chaldeans, Syrians shall possess in captivity the twelve tribes of Israel. And again, after seven days, I saw our father Jacob standing by the sea of Jamina, and we were with him. And behold, there came a ship sailing by, without sailors or pilot, and there was written upon the ship, the ship of Jacob. And our father said to us, Come, let us embark on our ship. And when he had gone on board, there arose a vehement storm, and a mighty tempest of wind, and our father, who was holding the helm, departed from us. And we, being tossed with the tempest, were borne along over the sea, and the ship was filled with water and was pounded by mighty waves until it was broken up. And Joseph fled away upon a little boat, and we were all divided upon nine planks, and Levi and Judah were together, and we were all scattered unto the ends of the earth. Then Levi, girt about with sackcloth, prayed for us all unto the Lord. And when the storm ceased, the ship reached the land as if it were in peace. And lo, our father came, and we all rejoiced with one accord. These two dreams I told my father, and he said to me, These things must be fulfilled in their season. After that, Israel hath endured many things. Then my father said unto me, I believe God that Joseph lived, for I see always that the Lord number him with you. And he said, weeping, Ah, me, my son Joseph, thou living, though I behold thee not, and thou seest not Jacob that begat thee. He caused me also, therefore, to weep by these words, and I burned in my heart to declare that Joseph had been sold, but I feared my brethren. And lo, my children, I have shown unto you the last times how everything shall come to pass in Israel. Do ye also, therefore, charge your children that they be united to Levi and to Judah, for through them shall salvation arise unto Israel, and in them shall Jacob be blessed. For through their tribe shall God appear dwelling among men in earth, to save the race of Israel, and to gather together the righteous from amongst the Gentiles. If ye work that which is good, my children, both men and angels shall bless you, and shall God be glorified among the Gentiles through you, and the devil shall flee from you, and the wild beasts shall fear you, and the Lord shall love you, and the angels shall cleave you. As a man who has trained a child well is kept in kindly remembrance, so also for a good work there is a good remembrance before God. But him that doth not that which is good, both angels and men shall curse, and God shall be dishonored among the Gentiles through him, and the devil shall make him as his own peculiar instrument, and every wild beast shall master him, and the Lord shall hate him. For the commandments of the law are twofold, and through prudence must they be fulfilled. For there is a season for a man to embrace his wife, and a season to abstain therefrom for his prayer. So then there are two commandments, and unless they be done in due order, they bring very great sin upon men. 
so also it is with other commandments. Be ye therefore wise in God, my children, and prudent, understanding the order of his commandments and the laws of every word, that the Lord may love you. And when he had charged them with such many words, he exhorted them that they should remove his bones to Hebron, and they should bury him with his fathers. And when he had eaten and drunken with a merry heart, he covered his face and died. And his sons did according to all that Nephtali their father had commanded them. The Testament of Gad, the ninth son of Jacob and Zilpah. The copy of the Testament of Gad, what things he spoke unto his sons in the hundred and twenty-fifth year of his life, saying unto them, Hearken, my children, I was the ninth son born to Jacob, and I was valiant in keeping the flocks. Accordingly, I guarded at night the flock, and whenever the lion came or the wolf or any wild beast against the fold, I pursued it, and overtaking it, I seized its foot with my hand and hurled it about a stone's throw, and so killed it. Now Joseph, my brother, was feeding the flock with us for upwards of thirty days, and being young, he fell sick by reason of the heat. And he returned to Hebron to our father, who made him lie down near him, because he loved him greatly. And Joseph told our father that the sons of Zilpah and Bilhah were slaying the best of the flock, and eating them against the judgment of Reuben and Judah. For he saw that I had delivered a lamb out of the mouth of a bear, and put the bear to death, but had slain the lamb, being grieved concerning that it could not live, and that we had eaten it. And regarding this matter, I was wroth with Joseph until the day that he was sold. And the spirit of hatred was in me, and I wished not either to hear of Joseph with the ears or to see him with the eyes, because he rebuked us to our faces, saying that we were eating of the flock without Judah. For whatsoever things he told our father, he believed him. I confess now my sin, my children, that oftentimes I wished to kill him, because I hated him from my heart. Moreover, I had hated him yet more for his dreams, and I wished to lick him out of the land of the living, even as an ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Judah secretly sold him to the Ishmaelites. Thus the God of our fathers delivered him from our hands, that we should not work great lawlessness in Israel. And now, my children, hearken to the words of truth to work righteousness, and all the law of the Most High, and go not astray through the spirit of hatred, for it is evil in all doings of men. Whatsoever a man doeth, the hater abominates him. And though a man works the law of the Lord, he praises him not. Though a man fears the Lord and takes pleasure in that which is righteous, he loves him not. He dispraises the truth. He envies him that prospers. He welcomes evil speaking. He loves arrogance, for hatred blinds his soul. And I also then looked on Joseph. Beware, therefore, my children, of hatred, for it works lawlessness even against the Lord himself. For it will not hear the words of his commandments concerning the loving of one's neighbor, and it sins against God. For if a brother stumbles, it delights immediately to proclaim it to all men, and is urgent that he should be judged for it, be punished, and be put to death. And if it be a servant, it stirs him up against his master, and with every affliction it devises against him, if possibly he can be put to death. For hatred works with envy also against them that prosper. For so long as it hears of or sees their success, it always languishes. 
For as love would quicken even the dead, and would call them back that are condemned to die, so hatred would slay the living, and those that had sinned venably it would not suffer to live. For the spirit of hatred works together with Satan, through hastiness of spirit, in all things to men's death. But the spirit of love works together with the law of God in long-suffering unto salvation of men. Hatred, therefore, is evil, for it constantly mates with lying, speaking against the truth. And it makes small things to be great, and it causes the light to be darkness, and calls the sweet bitter, and teaches slander, and kindles wrath, and stirs up war and violence and all covetousness. It fills the heart with evils and devilish poison. These things, therefore, I say to you from experience, my children, that ye may drive forth hatred, which is out of the devil, and cleave to the love of God. Righteousness casts out hatred, humility destroys envy. For he that is just and humble is ashamed to do what is unjust, being reproved not of another, but because of his own heart, because the Lord looks on his inclination. He speaks not against a holy man, because the fear of God overcomes hatred. For fearing lest he should offend the Lord, he would not do wrong to any man, even in thought. These things I learned at last, after I had repented concerning Joseph. For true repentance after a godly sort destroys ignorance and drives away the darkness and enlightens the eyes and gives knowledge to the soul and leads the mind to salvation. And those things which it had not learned from man, it knows through repentance. For God brought upon me a disease of the liver and had not the prayers of Jacob my father scoured me, it had hardly failed but my spirit had departed. For by what things a man transgresses by the same also is he punished. Since, therefore, my liver was set mercilessly against Joseph, in my liver, too, I suffered mercilessly, and was judged for eleven months, for so long a time as I had been angry against Joseph. And now, my children, I exhort you, love ye each one his brother, and put away hatred from your hearts. Love one another in deed, and in word, and an inclination of the soul. For in the presence of my father I spake peacefully to Joseph, and when I had gone out, the spirit of hatred darkened my mind, and stirred up my soul to slay him. Love ye one another from the heart, and if a man sins against thee, speak peacefully to him, and in thy soul not hold guile, and if he repent and confess, forgive him. But if he deny it, do not get into a passion with him, lest catching the poison from thee he take to swearing, and so thou sin doubly. Let not another man hear thy secrets when engaged in legal strife, lest he come to hate thee and become thy enemy, and commit a great sin against thee. For oft times he addresses thee guilefully, or busies himself with thee with wicked intent. And though he deny it, and yet have a sense of shame when reproved, give over reproving him. For who denies may repent so as not again to wrong thee, Yea, he may also honor thee, and fear, and be at peace with thee. And if he be shameless and persistent in his wrongdoing, even so forgive him from the heart, and leave to God the avenging. If a man prospers more than you, do not be vexed, but pray also for him, that he may have perfect prosperity, for it is so expedient for you. And if he be further exalted, be not envious of him, remembering that all flesh shall die and offer praise to God, who gives all things good and profitable to all men. 
Seek out the judgments of the Lord, and the mind will be at rest and be at peace. And though a man become rich by evil means, even as Esau, the brother of my father, be not jealous, but wait for the end of the Lord. For if he takes away from a man wealth gotten by evil means, he forgives him if he repents, but the unrepentant is reserved for eternal punishment. For the poor man, if free from envy, he pleases the Lord in all things. He is blessed beyond all men, because he has not the travail of vain men. Put away, therefore, jealousy from your souls, and love one another with uprightness of heart. Do ye also, therefore, tell these things to your children, that they honor Judah and Levi, for from them shall the Lord raise up salvation to Israel. For I know that at the last your children shall depart from him, and shall walk in wickedness and affliction and corruption before the Lord. And when he had rested for a while, he said again, My children, obey your father, and bury me near my father's. And he drew up his feet and fell asleep in peace. And after five years they carried him up to Hebron and laid him with his fathers. The Testament of Asher, the tenth son of Jacob and Zilpah. The copy of the Testament to Asher, what things he spake to his sons in the 125th year of his life. For while he was still in health, he said to them, Hearken, ye children of Asher, to your father, and I will declare to you all that is upright in the sight of the Lord. Two ways hath God given to the sons of men, and two inclinations, and two kinds of action, and two modes of action, and two issues. Therefore all things are by twos, one over against the other. For there are two ways of good and evil, and with these are two inclinations in our breasts discriminating against them. Therefore, if the soul take pleasure in the good inclination, all its actions are in righteousness, and if it sin, it straightway repents. For having its thoughts set upon righteousness and casting away wickedness, it straightway overthrows the evil and uproots the sin. But if it incline to the evil inclination, all its actions are in wickedness, and it drives away the good and cleaves to the evil, and it is rulered by Belier, even though its work what is good, he perverts it to evil. For whenever it's beginning to do good, he henceforth the issue of the action into evil for him seeing that the treasure of the inclination is filled with an evil spirit. A person then may, with words, help the good for the sake of the evil, yet the issue of the action leads to mischief. There is a man who shows no compassion upon him who serves his turn in evil, and this thing has two aspects, but the whole is evil. And there is a man that loves him that worketh evil, because he would prefer even to die in evil for his sake. And concerning this, it is clear that it has two aspects, but the whole is an evil work. Though indeed he have love, he is yet wicked who conceals what is evil for the sake of the good name, but at the end of the action tends unto evil. Another stealthily doth unjustly, plundered, defrauded, and withal pities the poor. This too has a twofold aspect, but the whole is evil. He who defrauds his neighbor provokes God, and swears falsely against the Most High, and yet pities the poor. The Lord who commanded the law, he set it not, and provokes, and yet he refreshed the poor. He defiles the soul, and makes gay the body. He kills many, and pities a few. This, too, has a twofold aspect, but the whole is evil. 
Another commits adultery and fornication, and abstains from meat. And when he fasts, he does evil, and by the power of his wealth overwhelms many, and notwithstanding his excessive wickedness, he does the commandments. This too has a twofold aspect, but the whole is evil. Such men are hares, clean, like those that divide the hoof, but are in very deed are unclean. For God in the tables of the commandments has thus declared, But do not ye, my children, wear two faces like unto them, of goodness and of wickedness, but cleave unto goodness only, for God has his habitation therein, and men who desire it. But from wickedness flee away, destroy the evil inclination by your good works, for they that are double-faced serve not God, but their own lusts, so that they may please Belier and men like unto themselves. For good men, even they that are of single face, though they be thought by them that are double-faced to sin, are just before God. For many in killing the wicked do two works, of good and evil. But the whole is good, because he has uprooted and destroyed that which is evil. One man hates the merciful and unjust man, and the man who commits adultery and fasts. This too has a twofold aspect. But the whole work is good, because he follows the Lord's example, in that he accepts not the seemingly good as the genuine good. Another desires not to see good day with them that are not, lest he defile his body and pollute his soul. This too is double-faced, but the whole is good. For such men are like stags and two hinds, because in the manner of wild animals they seem to be unclean, but they are altogether clean, because they walk in zeal for the Lord and abstain from what God has forbidden by his commandments, warding off the good from evil. Ye see, my children, how that in there are two things in all, one against the other, and the one is hidden by the other. In wealth is hidden covetousness, in conviviality, drunkenness, in laughter, grief, in wedlock, profligacy. Death succeeds to life, dishonor to glory, night to day, and darkness to light. And all things are under the day, just things under life, unjust things under death, wherefore also eternal life awaits death. Nor may it be said that truth is a lie, nor right wrong, for all truth is under light, even as all things are under God. All these things, therefore, I proved in my life, and I wandered not from the truth of the Lord, and I searched out the commandments of the Most High, walking according to all my strength with singleness of face unto that which is good. Take heed, therefore, ye also, my children, to the commandments of the Lord, following the truth with a singleness of face. For they that are double-faced are guilty of a twofold sin. For they do both the evil thing, and they have pleasure in them that do it, following the example of the spirits of deceit and striving against mankind. Do ye, therefore, my children, keep the law of the Lord, and give not heed unto evil as unto good. But look unto the thing that is really good, and keep it in all commandments of the Lord, having your conversation therein, and resting therein. For the latter ends of men do show their righteous and unrighteousness, when they meet the angels of the Lord and of Satan. For when the soul departs troubled, it is tormented by the evil spirit, which also it served in lust and evil works. But if he is peaceful with joy, he meets the angel of peace, and he leads him into eternal life. Become not, my children, as Sodom, 
which sinned against the angels of the Lord, and perished forever. For I know that ye shall sin, and be delivered into the hands of your enemies, and your land shall be made desolate, and your holy places destroyed, and ye shall be scattered unto the four corners of the earth. And ye shall be set at naught in the dispersion vanishing away as water. Until the Most High shall visit the earth, coming himself as a man, with men eating and drinking, and breaking the head of the dragon in the water. He shall save Israel and all the Gentiles, God speaking in the person of man. Therefore do ye also, my children, tell these things to your children, that they disobey him not. For I have known that ye shall assuredly be disobedient, and assuredly act ungodly, not giving heed to the law of God, but to the commandments of men, being corrupted through wickedness. And therefore shall ye be scattered as Gad and Dan my brethren, and ye shall know not your lands, tribe, or tongue. But the Lord will gather you together in faith through his tender mercy, and for the sake of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when he said these things unto them, he commanded them, saying, Bury me in Hebron. And he fell asleep and died at a good old age. And his sons did as he had commanded them. They carried him up to Hebron and buried him with his fathers. The Testament of Joseph, the eleventh son of Jacob and Rachel. The copy of the Testament of Joseph. When he was about to die, he called his sons and his brethren together and said to them, My brethren and my children, hearken to Joseph, the beloved of Israel. Give ear, my sons, unto your father. I have seen in my life envy and death, yet I went not astray, but preserved in the truth of the Lord. These, my brethren, hated me, but the Lord loved me. They wished to slay me, but the God of my fathers guarded me. They let me down into a pit, and the Most High brought me up again. I was sold into slavery, and the Lord made all of me free. I was taken into captivity, and a strong hand scoured me. I was beset with hunger, and the Lord himself nourished me. I was alone, and God comforted me. I was sick, and the Lord visited me. I was in prison, and my God showed favor unto me. In bonds he released me, slandered, and he pleaded my cause, bitterly spoken against by the Egyptians, and he delivered me, envied by my fellow slaves, and he exalted me. And this cheap captain of Pharaoh entrusted me to his house. And I struggled against a shameless woman, urging me to transgress with her. But the God of Israel, my father, delivered me from the burning flame. I was cast into prison. I was beaten. I was mocked. But the Lord granted me to find mercy in the sight of the keeper of the prison. For the Lord doth not forsake him that fear him, neither in darkness, nor in bonds, nor in tribulations, nor in necessities. For God is not put to shame as a man, nor is the son of man as he afraid, nor is one that is earth-born, he is weak or frightened. But in all those things he does give protection, and in divers ways doth he comfort, for though a little space, he departs to try the inclination of the soul. In ten temptations he showed me approved, and in all of them I endured, for endurance is a mighty charm, and patience gives many good things. How often did the Egyptian woman threaten me with death? How often did she give me over to punishment and then call me back and threaten me when I was unwilling to accompany with her? She said to me, Thou shalt be Lord of me, and all of that is in my house, if thou wilt give thyself to me. Thou shalt be our master, 
But I remembered the words of my father, and going into my chamber, I wept and prayed unto the Lord. And I fasted in those seven years, and I appeared to the Egyptians as living one delicately, for they that fast for God's sake receive beauty of face. And if my Lord were away from home, I drank no wine. Nor for three days did I take my food, but I gave it to the poor and the sick. And I sought the Lord early, and I wept for the Egyptian woman of Memphis, for very unceasingly did she trouble me, for also at night she came to me under pretense of visiting me. And because she had no male child, she pretended to regard me as a son. And for a time she embraced me as a son, and I knew it not. But later she sought to draw me into fornication. And when I perceived it, I sorrowed unto death. When she had gone out, I came to myself and lamented her for many days, because I recognized her guile and her deceit. And I declared unto her the words of the Most High, if haply she would turn away from evil lust. Often, therefore, did she flatter me with words as a holy man, and guilefully in her talk praise my chastity before her husband, while desiring to ensnare me when we were alone. For she lauded me openly as chaste, and in secret she said to me, Fear not, my husband, for he is persuaded concerning thy chastity, for even one should tell him concerning us, he would not believe. Owing to all these things, I lay upon the ground and besought God that the Lord would deliver me from her deceit. And when she had prevailed nothing thereby, she came again to me under the plea of instruction that she might learn the word of God. And she said unto me, If thou art willing, I should leave my idols, lie with me, and I will persuade my husband to depart from his idols, and we will walk in the law with the Lord. And I said unto her, The Lord willeth not those who reverence him should be in uncleanliness, nor doth he take pleasure in them that commit adultery, but in those that approach him with a pure heart and undefiled lips. But she heeded her peace, longing to accomplish her evil desire. And I gave myself yet more to fasting and prayer, that the Lord might deliver me from her. And again at another time she said unto me, If thou wilt not commit adultery, I will kill my husband by poison, and take thee to be my husband. I, therefore, when I heard this, rent my garments, and said unto her, Woman, reverence God, and do not this evil deed, lest thou be destroyed. For know indeed that I will declare this thy device unto all men. She, therefore, being afraid, besought that I would not declare this device. And she departed, soothing me with gifts, and sending to me every delight of the sons of men. And afterwards she sent me food mingled with enchantments. And when the eunuch who brought it came, I looked up and beheld a terrible man giving me the dish with the sword, and I perceived that her scheme was to beguile me. And when he had gone out I wept, nor did I taste that or any other of her food. So then after one day she came to me and observed the food, and said unto me, why is it that thou hast not eaten of the food? And I said unto her, It is because thou hast filled it with deadly enchantments. And how sayest thou? I come not near to idols, but to the Lord alone. Now therefore know that the God of my father hath revealed unto me by his angel thy wickedness, and I have kept it to convict thee, if haply thou may seest and repent. But that thou may learn from the wickedness of the ungodly hath no power over them that worship God with chastity. Behold, I will take of it and eat before thee. And having said so, I prayed thus, 
the God of my fathers, and the angel of Abraham, be with me. And I ate. And when she saw this, she fell upon her face at my feet, weeping, and I raised her up and admonished her. And she promised to do this iniquity no more. But her heart was still set upon evil, and she looked around how to ensnare me, and sighing deeply she became downcast, though she was not sick. When her husband saw her, he said unto her, Why is thou countenance fallen? She said unto him, I have a pain at my heart, and the groanings of my spirit oppress me. And so he comforted her who was not sick. Then, accordingly seizing an opportunity, she rushed unto me while her husband was yet without, and said unto me, I will hang myself, or cast myself over a cliff if thou wilt not lie with me. When I saw the spirit of Belial was troubling her, I prayed unto the Lord, and said unto her, Why, wretched woman, art thou troubled and disturbed, blinded through sin? Remember that if thou killest thyself, the concubine of thy husband, thy rival, will bear thy children, and thou wilt destroy thy memorial from all of earth. And she said unto me, Lo, then thou lovest me, let this suffice me. Only strive for my life and my children, and I expect that I shall enjoy my desire also. But she knew not that because of my Lord I spake thus, and not because of her. For if a man has fallen by the passion of a wicked desire, and become enslaved by it, even as she, whatever good things he may hear with regard to that passion, he receives it with a view to his wicked desire. I declare therefore unto you, my children, that it was about the sixth hour when she departed from me, and I knelt before the Lord all day and all night, and about dawn I rose up, weeping the while and praying for a release from her. At last, then, she laid hold of my garments, forcibly dragging me to have connection with her. When, therefore, I saw that in her madness she was holding fast to my garment, I left it behind and fled away naked. And holding fast to the garment, she falsely accused me. And when her husband came, he cast me into the prison in his house. And on the morrow, he scourged me and sent me into Pharaoh's prison. When I was in the bonds, the Egyptian woman was oppressed with grief. And she came and heard how I gave thanks upon the Lord, and sang praises in the abode of darkness, and with glad voice rejoiced, glorifying my God that I was delivered from the lustful desire of the Egyptian woman. And often hath she said unto me, saying, Consent to fulfill my desire, and I will release thee from thy bonds, and I will free thee from thy darkness. And not even in thought did I incline unto her. For God loves him who in a den of wickedness combines fasting with chastity, rather than the man who is in the king's chamber combines luxury with license. And if a man lives in chastity, and desires also glory, and the Most High knows that it is expedient by him, he bestows this upon me also. How often, though she were sick, did she come down at me at unlooked for times, and listen to my voice as I prayed? And when I heard her groanings, I held my peace. For when I was in her house, she was wont to bear arms and breasts and legs that I might lie with her. For she was very beautiful, splendidly adorned in order to beguile me. And the Lord guarded me from her devices. Ye see, therefore, my children, how great things patience works, and prayer with fasting. So ye too, if ye follow after chastity and purity with patience and prayer, with fasting and humility of heart. The Lord will dwell among you because he loves chastity. 
and wheresoever the Most High dwells, even through envy or slavery, or slander befalleth a man. The Lord who dwells in him for the sake of his chastity not only delivers him from evil, but also exalts him even as me. For in every way the man is lifted up, whether in deed, or in word, or in thought. My brethren knew how my father loved me, and yet I did not exalt myself in my mind. Although I was a child, I had the fear of God in my heart, for I knew that all things would pass away. And I did not raise myself against them with evil intent, but I honored my brethren. And out of respect for them, even when I was being sold, I refrained from telling the Ishmaelites that I was the son of Jacob, a great and mighty man. Do ye also, my children, have the fear of God in all your works before your eyes, and honor your brethren. For every one who does the law of the Lord shall be loved by him. And when I came to the Indicopate with the Ishmaelites, they asked me, saying, Art thou a slave? And I said that I was a home-born slave, that I might not put my brethren to shame. And the eldest of them said unto me, Thou art not a slave, for even thy appearance doth make it manifest. But I said that I was their slave. Now when we came into Egypt, they strove concerning me, which of them should buy and take me. Therefore it seemed good to all that I should remain in Egypt with the merchant of their trade, until they should bring merchandise. And the Lord gave me favor in the eyes of the merchant, and he entrusted unto me his house. And God blessed him by my means, and increased in him gold and silver, and in household servants and I was with him three months and five days. And about that time the Memphian woman, the wife of Pentrophes, came down in a chariot with great pomp, because she had heard from her eunuchs concerning me. And she told her husband that the merchant had become rich by means of a young Hebrew, and they say that he had assuredly been stolen out of the land of Canaan. Now therefore render justice unto him, and take away the youth to thy house, so shall the God of the Hebrews bless thee, for grace from heaven is upon him. And Pentrophes was persuaded by her words, and commanded the merchant to be bought, and said unto him, What is this that I hear concerning thee, that thou steals persons out of the land of Canaan, and sells them for slaves? But the merchant fell at his feet, and besought him, saying, I beseech thee, my lord, I know not what thou sayest. And Pentrophes said unto him, Whence then is the Hebrew slave? And he said, The Ishmaelites entrusted him unto me until they should return. But he believed him not, but commanded him to be stripped and beaten. And when he persisted in this statement, Pentrophy said, Let the youth be brought. And when I was brought in, I did obedience to Pentrophy's, for he was third in rank of the officers of the Pharaoh. And he took me apart from him and said unto me, Art thou a slave or free? And I said, A slave. And he said, Whose? And I said, The Ishmaelites. And he said, How did thou become their slave? And I said, They bought me out of the land of Canaan. And he said unto me, Truly thou liest. And straightway he commanded me to be stripped and beaten. Now the Memphian woman was looking through a window at me while I was being beaten, for her house was near. And she sent unto him, saying, Thy judgment is unjust. For thou dost punish a free man who has been stolen, as though he were a transgressor. And when I made no change to my statement, though I was beaten, he ordered me to be imprisoned, until he said the owners of the boy should come. And the woman said unto her husband, 
wherefore dost thou detain the captive and well-born lad in bonds who ought rather to be set at liberty and be waited upon for she wished to see me out of a desire of sin but i was ignorant concerning all these things and he said to her it is not the custom of the egyptians to take that which belongs to others before proof is given this therefore he said concerning of the merchant but as for the lad he must be imprisoned now after four and twenty days came the ishmaelites for they had heard that jacob my father was mourning much concerning me and they came and said unto me how is it that thou sayest thou was a slave and lo we have learned that thou art the son of a mighty man in the land of canaan and thy father still mourns for thee in sackcloth and ashes when i heard this my bowels were dissolved and my heart melted and i desired greatly to weep but i restrained myself that i should not put my brethren to shame and i said unto them i know not i am a slave then therefore they took counsel to sell me that i should not be found in their hands for they feared my father lest he should come and execute upon them a grievous vengeance for they had heard that he was mighty with god and with men then the merchant said unto them release me from the judgment of pentrophy and they came and requested me saying say that thou was brought with by us with money and he will set us free now the memphian woman said to her husband buy the youth for i hear said she that they are selling him and straightway she sent a eunuch to the ishmaelites and asked them to sell me but since the eunuch would not agree to buy me at their price he returned having made trial of them and he made known to his mistress that they asked for a large price for their slave and she sent another eunuch saying even though they demand two minas give them do not spare the gold only buy the boy and bring him to me the eunuch therefore went and gave them eighty pieces of gold and he received me but to the egyptian woman he said that i had been given a hundred and though i knew this i held my peace lest the eunuch should be put to shame you see therefore my children what great things i endured that i should not put my brother into shame do ye also therefore love one another and with long suffering hide ye one another's faults for god delights in the unity of brethren and in the purpose of a heart that takes pleasure in love when my brethren came into egypt they learned that i had returned their money unto them and upbraided them not and comforted them and after the death of my father jacob i loved them more abundantly and all things whatsoever he commanded i did very abundantly for them and i suffered them not to be afflicted in the smallest manner and all that was in my hand i gave unto them their children were my children and my children as their servants and their life was my life and all their suffering was my suffering and all their sickness was my infirmity my land was their land and their counsel my counsel and i exalted not myself amongst them in arrogance because of my worldly glory but i was among them as one of the least if ye also therefore walk in the commandments of the lord my children he will exalt you there and will bless you with good things for ever and ever and if any one seeketh to do evil against you do well unto him and pray for him and ye shall be redeemed of the lord from all evil for behold you see that out of my humility and long-suffering i took unto the wife of the daughter of the priest of heliopolis and a hundred talents of gold were given me with her and the lord made them to serve me 
And he also gave beauty as a flower beyond the beautiful ones of Israel. And he preserved me into old age and strength and in beauty, because I was in like all things to Jacob. And hear ye, my children, also the vision which I saw. There were twelve hearts feeding, and the nine were first dispersed all over the earth, and likewise also the three. And I saw that from Judah was born a virgin wearing a linen garment, and from her was born a lamb without spot, and on his left hand there was as if it were a lion, and all the beasts rushed against him, and the lamb overcame them, and destroyed them, and trod them underfoot. And because of him the angels and the men rejoiced, and all the land. And these things shall come to pass in their season, in the last days. Do ye therefore, my children, observe the commandments of the Lord, and honor Levi and Judah. For from them shall arise unto you the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, one who saves all the Gentiles and Israel. For his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, which shall not pass away. But my kingdom among you shall come to an end as a watcher's hammock, which after the summer disappears. For I know that after my death the Egyptians will afflict you, but God will avenge you, and will bring you into that which he promised to your fathers. But ye shall carry up my bones with you, for when my bones are being taken up thither, and the Lord shall be with you in light, and Belial shall be in darkness with the Egyptians. And carry ye up as Nath your mother to the Hippodrome, and near Rachel your mother bury her. And when he had said these things, he stretched out his feet and died at a good old age. And all Israel mourned for him, and all of Egypt with a great mourning. When the children of Israel went out of Egypt, they took with him the bones of Joseph, and they buried him in Hebron with his fathers, and the years of his life were one hundred and ten. The Testament of Benjamin, the twelfth son of Jacob and Rachel. The copy of the words of Benjamin, which he commanded his sons to observe, after he had lived a hundred and twenty-five years. And he kissed them and said, As Isaac was born to Abraham in his old age, so also was I to Jacob. And since Rachel my mother died in giving me birth, I had no milk. Therefore I was suckled by Bilhah, her handmaid. For Rachel remained barren for twelve years after she bore in Joseph. And she prayed the Lord with fasting twelve days, and she conceived and bare me. For my father loved Rachel dearly, and prayed that he might see two sons born from her. Therefore I was called Benjamin, that is, the son of days. When I went into Egypt, Joseph, my brother, recognized me and said unto me, What did they tell my father when they sold me? And I said unto him, They dabbed thy coat with blood, and sent it, and said, Know whether this be thy son's coat. And he said unto me, Even so, brother, when they had stripped me of my coat, they gave me to the Ishmaelites, and they gave me a loincloth, and scourged me, and bade me to run. And as for one of them that had beaten me with the rod, a lion met him and slew him. And so his associates were affrightened. Do ye also therefore, my children, love the Lord God of heaven and earth, and keep his commandments, following the example of the good and holy man Joseph. And let your mind be unto good, even as ye knew me. For that he hath has his right mind, seeth all things rightly. Fear ye the Lord, and love your neighbor. And even though the spirits of Belial claim you to afflict you with every evil, 
yet shall they have no dominion over you, even as they had not had over Joseph my brother. How many men wished to slay him, and God shielded him? For he that fears the Lord and loves his neighbor cannot be smitten by the spirit of Belial, being shielded by the fear of God. Nor can he be ruled over by the device of men or beasts, for he is helped by the Lord through the love that he hath gathered towards his neighbor. For Joseph also besought our father that he would pray for his brethren, that the Lord would not impute to them as sin whatever evil they had done unto him. And thus Jacob cried out, My good child, thou hast prevailed over the bowels of thy father Jacob. And he embraced him and kissed him for two hours, saying, In thee shall be fulfilled the prophecy of heaven concerning the Lamb of God and Savior of the world, and that a blameless one shall be delivered up for lawless men, and a sinless one shall die for ungodly men in the blood of the covenant, for the salvation of the Gentiles and out of Israel, and shall destroy Belial and his servants. See ye, therefore, my children, the end of a good man? Be followers of his compassion, therefore, with a good mind, that ye also may wear crowns of glory. For the good man hath not a dark eye, for he shows mercy to all men, even though they be sinners. And though they devise with evil intent concerning him, by doing good he overcomes evil, being shielded by God, he loves the righteous as his own soul. For if any one is glorified, he envies him not. If any one is enriched, he is not jealous. If any one is valiant, he praises him. The virtuous man he lauds, on the poor man he hath mercy. On the weak he has compassion. Unto God he sings praises. And him that has the grace of a good spirit, he loves as his own soul. If, therefore, ye also have a good mind, then will both wicked men be at peace with you. And the profligate will reverence you and turn unto good. And the covetous will not only cease from their inordinate desire, but even give the object of their covetousness to them that are afflicted. If ye do well, even the unclean spirits will flee from you, and the beasts will dread you. For where there is reverence for good works and light in the mind, even darkness flashes away from him. For if any one does violence to a holy man, he repents. For the holy man is merciful to his reviler and holds his peace. And if any one betrays a righteous man, the righteous man prays, though for a little yet be humbled. Yet not long after, he appears far more glorious, as was Joseph, my brother. The inclination of the good man is not in the power of deceit of the spirit of Belial, for the angel of peace guides his soul. And he gazes not passionately against corruptible things, nor gathers together riches through a desire of pleasure. He delights not in pleasure. He grieves not his neighbor. He saith not himself with luxuries. He errs not in the uplifting of his eyes, for the Lord is his portion. The good inclination receives not glory nor dishonor from men, and it knows not any guile or lie or fighting or revealing, for the Lord dwells in him and lights up his soul, and he rejoices towards all men always. The good mind hath not two tongues of blessing and of cursing, of continually and of honor, of sorrow and of joy of quietousness and of confusion, of hypocrisy and of truth, of poverty and of wealth, but it has one disposition, uncorrupt and pure concerning all men. 
It has no double sight nor double hearing, for in everything which he does or speaks or says, he knows that the Lord looks on his soul. And he cleanses his mind that he may not be condemned by men as well as by God. And in like manner the works of Belial are twofold, and there is no singleness in them. Therefore, my children, I tell you, flee the malice of Belial, for he gives a sword to them that obey him. And the sword is the mother of seven evils. First, the mind convinces through Belial. First, there is bloodshed. Secondly, ruin. Thirdly, tribulation. Fourth, exile. Fifth, death. Sixth, panic. Seventh, destruction. Therefore was Cain also delivered over to seven vengeances by God, for in every one hundred years the Lord brought one plague upon him. When he was two hundred years old he began to suffer, and in the nine hundredth year he was destroyed. For on account of Abel his brother, with all the evils he was judged, but Lamesh was seventy times seven. Because ever those who are like Cain in envy and hatred of his brethren shall be punished with the same judgment. And do ye, my children, flee evil doing, envy and hatred of brethren, and cleave to the goodness and love. He that has a pure mind and love looks not after a woman with a view to fornication, for he has no defilement in his heart, because the Spirit of God rests upon him. For as the sun is not defiled by shining on dung and mire, but rather dries up both and drives away the evil smell. So also the pure mind, though encompassed by the defilements of earth, rather cleans them, and it is not itself defiled. And I believe that there will also be evil doings among you, from the words of Enoch the righteous, that ye shall commit fornication with the fornication of Sodom, and shall perish all save a few, and shall renew wanton deeds with women, and the kingdom of the Lord shall not be among you, for straightway he shall take it away. Nevertheless, the temple of God shall be in your portion, and the last temple shall be more glorious than the first. And the twelve tribes shall be gathered together there, and all the Gentiles, until the Most High shall send forth his salvation in the visitation of an only begotten prophet. He shall enter into the first temple, and there shall the Lord be treated with outrage he shall be lifted up upon a tree. And the veil of the temple shall be rent, and the Spirit of God shall pass on to the Gentiles as fire poured forth. He shall ascend from Hades and shall pass from earth into heaven. And how I know how lowly he shall be upon the earth, but how glorious in heaven. Now when Joseph was in Egypt, I longed to see his figure in the form of his countenance. And through the prayers of Jacob my father I saw him, while awake in the daytime even, his entire figure exactly as he was. And when he had said these things, he said unto them, Know ye therefore, my children, that I am dying. Do ye therefore trust one another to his neighbor, and keep the law of the Lord and his commandments. For these things I do leave to you instead of an inheritance. Do ye also therefore give them to your children for an everlasting possession. For so did both Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For all these things they gave for us for an inheritance, saying, Keep the commandments of God, until the Lord shall reveal his salvation to all the Gentiles. And then ye shall see Enoch, Noah, and Shem, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, rising on the right hand in gladness. Then also shall we arise, 
each over our own tribe, worshipping the King of Heaven, who appeared upon earth in the form of a man in humility. And as many as believe on him on the earth shall rejoice with him. Then also all men shall rise, some unto glory and some unto shame. And the Lord shall judge Israel first for their unrighteousness. For when he has appeared as God in the flesh to deliver them, they not believed him. And then he shall judge all the Gentiles, as many as believed him not when he appeared on the earth. And he shall convict Israel through the chosen ones of the Gentiles, even as he reproved Esau through the Midianites, who deceived their brethren, so that they fell into fornication and idolatry, and they were alienated from God, becoming therefore children the portion of them that fear the Lord. If ye therefore, my children, walk in holiness according to the commandments of the Lord, ye shall again dwell securely with me, and all Israel shall be gathered unto the Lord. And I shall no longer be called a ravening wolf on account of your ravages, but a worker of the Lord, distributing food to them, that work which is good. And there shall arise in the latter days one beloved of the Lord, of the tribe of Jonah and Levi, a doer of his good pleasure in his mouth, with new knowledge enlightening the Gentiles. Until the consummation of the age shall he be in the synagogues of the Gentiles, and among their rulers, as a strain of music in the mouth of all. And he shall be inscribed in the holy books, both by his work and by his word, and he shall be chosen one of God forever. And through them they shall go to and fro as Jacob my father, saying, He shall fill up that lacks of thy tribe. And when he said these things, he stretched out his feet and died in a beautiful and good sleep. And his sons did as he had enjoined them, and they took up his body and buried it in Hebron with his father. And the number of days of his life was a hundred and twenty-five years. Hi, we have a new email address, and it's cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. Cliffnote, one word, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, or even let me know how I'm doing. Thank you. If you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.